626. Welcome to Thursday, the 12th of January 2023. This is the City Breakfast Show, live on your dial 97.3 FM, broadcasting from Adabrakat to every corner of the world. My name is Nathan Kwa, sitting in for Bernard Avlet. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. Grab a seat, let's have breakfast. Join us on the number 0549-986-996 on Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. Welcome once again. It's a brand new day, a brand new opportunity to win, a brand new opportunity to succeed. Music coming from Joyful Way Incorporated. It's a modern iteration of their classic, Bury My Yesu, one of my all-time favorites. We start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. ADB's got great news for you. Now they're asking, do you already have an existing personal loan with the ADB? Have you serviced your existing loan for up to 12 months or more? If yes, there's great news. Now, ADB is giving you a special personal loan top-up to meet your school fees and hostel fees, rent, mortgage, domestic needs, and more. With the ADB special personal loan top-up, you enjoy reduced interest rates, extended repayment period, and also maintain your existing monthly repayment amount and so much more. You can call them on 0593-844-898 or 0593-845-845 or visit any of their branches nationwide. ADB, Truly, Agric and more. Of course, T's and C's apply. Our business this morning comes from Jim Ron. Jim Ron says a good objective of leadership is to help those who are doing poorly to do well and to help those who are doing well to do even better. A good objective of leadership is to help those who are doing poorly to do well and to help those who are doing well to do even better. The common thread that runs through this is improvement. So if you are a leader, one of the biggest things on your hands is to improve your team, improve the people around you, improve the the group you supervise. Those who are at level 1 should move up to level 2 and those who are at level 2 should move up to level 3 and it goes on and on and on. Because that is really what you seek. You want to get your team, you want to get the people you lead, you want to get your own self doing better than before. It's a brand new year so improvement is key. So if you are leading people this year on the 12th day of January 2023, ask yourself, what am I doing to move those who are doing poorly upwards? And what am I doing to help those who are doing well to do even better? Because that is a good objective of leadership. Improvement. Refining the process and getting things and people to be better than they were before. That's our business sense for the morning. Brought to us by ADB. ADB truly a Greek and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. Stick and stay. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is City 97.3. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. the survivors we keep pushing we stand tall but Mali inspiring us on a Thursday morning this is still the City Breakfast Show coming up next is the newspaper review brought to us by Total Energy's Marketing Ghana PLC they say they are a multi-energy company so they've evolved from just selling fuel they do all kinds of other things in the energy space that's why they uh, they've won the cimg's petroleum company of the year award on three straight occasions and they say they'll keep delivering the best of products and services to you their cherished customers so please keep being friends with total energies let me welcome Kokui and Richard to the newspaper review. Hello. Hello, Budai. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are Hello. you? Yeah, I'm all right. Hello. I'm all right. What, what, what's this We're voice? still on the grind, Hello. aren't we? Hello. Sky, what I'm, voice I'm, is this you're I'm, using? I'm being a gentleman. Hello. But you're always a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, you know, <laughs> barista shouldn't be shouting <laughs> Barrister ah, at law. Who, say, who says a barrister at law should not be <laughs> shouting on it? I'm, I'm curious, Scott. You know, when, when usually when people come out of law school, I usually see 
one of two titles or sometimes two titles okay they say you are a solicitor uh-huh. and then mm. you're a barrister do the two mean the same no i mean I strictly speaking within the um england and wales which is the home of the law as mm-hmm. we know it um you have the solicitor and the barrister. The, pa- the barrister's job basically is to be the advocate on his feet in the courtroom, ah. making the case that this client, you know, mm. deserves the discretion of the court to be exercised in his, sa- in his okay. favor. Like a defense attorney. Yeah, that's right. So in the courtroom. Okay. In the courtroom. That's right. Or perhaps elsewhere where, you know, the room allows for a barrister to perform. There may be employment tribunal or okay. maybe some okay. arbitration center. I see. Uh, but the solicitor's job is basically to put the paperwork together. I see. You understand? So th- that is the distinction. So if you have a case and uh, Kukui is a solicitor, Kukui then will see you first. You will take your matter to uh-huh. Kukui. Now Before, Kukui's job uh-huh. is to now look for the best possible, you know, barrister, uh, barrister in that space to take up the case because she would have finished the paperwork and then hand the brief over to me, the barrister, to go to the courtroom and say, my lord, you know my clients <laughs> but both are lawyers yeah i mean in the broad umbrella sense and they you, are. you can't be one and the same no you can do the course subsequently okay you can do but it team. is difficult to be a barrister mm-hmm. yeah i mean solicitor yeah That's i mean with me. the greatest respect to all the solicitors oh, oh. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about england and wales mm-hmm. okay um here there's a fusion where you have uh, solicitor okay. and barrister so when you go through the Ghanaian system yeah that's you, right you come out as the two yeah that's right two in one that's right i see that's right. if you go through the english and welsh system yeah. you come out as well a solicitor first either a barrister or, or a soli- solicitor depending on yeah your in america it's also to you know most lawyers probably it, like you were saying if a client is looking for help they'll, they'll just go to a lawyer who will who function as a barrister for them and then straight away or, or a de- a, an attorney a defense attorney yeah but even in oh. ghana you still have people who are doing purely solicitors, purely solicitors wow yeah, that's right they, so they, they, they put the briefs to together court. do the paperwork some that you know uh, who are purely solicitors uh, immediately i mean of course i mean asari Ostradako, who is gabi um his law firm although they do some litigation majority of the times they are doing Solicitor. 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 Yeah. I see. Anyway, education for the morning. Yes, indeed. <laughs> In <laughs> All right, let's sense. Yes. What are the papers saying this morning? Well, they're talking about the mining industry on the front page of the Ghanaian Money. Times. $10 billion. Mm. Yes, a $10 billion boost for the mining industry as new local content and participation regulations take effect. Mm. Also, uh, GIMS College fails to register students for the WASI. Oh. Exempt us from domestic debt exchange program. These are pensioners and bond holders forum now people are speaking out now hey, they're man. like hey you ain't gonna what touch money and we're saving three million dollars monthly mm-hmm. employing local engineers at atuabo so that's uh the ghana gas md talking about money that ghana gas has saved over the past few years so that's on the front page of the okay. ghanaian times now isaac don't wait He's getting ready to fight. Oh, yes. Storm. For the WBO title. Mm, the Royal Storm. Kotoko drop points again. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the cities were saved from defeat okay. by their goalkeeper, Sylvester Saki. That's on the back page. Chale, the but where is Vora Depa? Vora, Vora, Vora. No, the Vora no Chale will revive it. <laughs> Daily Graphic says road fatalities down by 20%. Good. Lowest in 20 years. That's good That's news. We good must news. sustain the decline mm-hmm. and save more lives on the roads. Also on the front page this morning, retirees call for debt exchange exemption. Mm-hmm. 
and boosts for local content mining investments receipts reach 10 billion us dollars also we are told national cathedral project wise decision Superintendent of Good morning, uh, Pastor Wingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Wingham. Good morning. Our very own. Our very own. <laughs> no. Also, welcome home. Pastor Wingham. Yes, we have yes. to come and visit yes. Pastor Wingham. Uh, formally and officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To congratulate him <laughs> yes. on his new role. Yes. Yes. And this matter, we'll talk about it inside the room. Let me go to the Inquisitor. <laughs> Let me go to the Inquisitor front page. Gensa deal. Energy Ministry white as snow. Wow. Also, Lands Ministry to fight Galamsey with four new aircraft. And Celebrity Dampari sparks anger. Why? Why are they calling him Celebrity Dampari? Oh, they should stop that. Over the man his, is doing the job. Over promotions yeah. in police service. Oh, I see. Yes, that's what they're talking about. That's mm. the Inquisitor front page today. The Supreme newspaper says this morning, stop running down the country. MPA boss edges Ghanaians. Hey. Mm. Hmm. Mustafa, I've seen your video lately. You, you, you were trying to rescue this country. Don't talk like that. I mean, people are not running down the country. They want the best for the country. Ghana Gas uh, completes 152 CSR projects. Many more to come. And then also stop the troubles. Adam West uh, dissect oneself a claim chief as a legitimate chief has been determined. Many matters, chieftains is song. Okay. The new crusading guide from Page, mineral investments and receipts to hit 10 billion US dollars. Uh, risks involved in Gensa deal, Ghana Gas Staff Association reveals. Paul Chumberma tops as best first time MP in parliament. Um, so whom MP accounts to constituents and there's more in the new crusading guide today. Mm. Okay. The daybreak says this morning, Katie Hammond stages coup as reshuffle looms also major steals 27 um thousand us dollars um money changer oh, i don't <laughs> understand okay okay or maybe the money changer is 27 thousand uh, us dollars worth and then another story here that says contribute to fix the economy the mpa boss uh, rallies citizens that's another version of the story i i brought your attention earlier the headline mm, okay if you go to the online portals they mm -hmm. also have their uh, their own raft of stories citynewsroom.com says the um, debt exchange program oppressive mm -hmm. senior hosi slams government mm. okay. other stories expect tougher times in 2023 first quarter that's according to professor gachi a political science lecturer is saying cabinet ministers resigning will distract government business and professor godfrey botping says government can't be trusted to tame inflation mm -hmm. okay and john jinapo says gold for oil deal a recipe for disaster Okay. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, Ghana Gas granted Gensa discounted gas price in 2019. Energy Minister clarifies. Okay. And they have a raft of other stories, including inflation for December jumps to 54.1%. Mm. That is worrying. And benchmark discount reversal. Government can rake in 9 billion CDs at ports. That's according to a tax analyst. Mm. And the finance minister says, we can't exempt insurance industry from debt exchange. Oh. Hey! Charles, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this guy. Hey! Citysportsonline.com 
Um, Wolves pay the penalty as Forest advanced to semis. This mm. is the Carabao Cup. Okay. Nottingham Forest lost. They beat sorry, Wolves via the shootout. Gene Henderson was the hero. And the sad thing is that he can't play against his parent club, Man United. Mm-hmm. He's he all he's always wanted that it won't happen, Mr. Henderson. <laughs> not in this life. <laughs> Moving on, GBC honors 95 year old Joe Latte with new portrait painting. Beautiful. Yeah, I saw excerpts of that interview. He's still very sharp, very sound. He knows what he's saying. Other story Street to Champions project set to be launched. And Fatari Sahaku reportedly seeks loan move away from Sporting Club. And no Ghanaian coach has applied for Black Stars job. Oh, why? According to Henry Asantichum of the GFA. Nathan, you should apply. Oh, no, no, no. I beg you. The Black Stars. Let me not say anything. Okay. Anyway, myjournalonline.com. They also have their own stories. DVLA interdicts four staff implicated in Joy News' Money Over Human Lives documentary. I see. Reject domestic debt exchange program. Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum is speaking. Mm-hmm. And John Ginapo says gold for oil deal is a charade. So all these stories are making the rounds mm-hmm. locally. If you go uh, um, to the international front, the BBC says second batch of classified Biden documents found. So a few oh. days ago, <laughs> it emerged that some documents had been or were yes. discovered in his private office yeah, and the, the bbc is reporting that they've discovered more you, you remember when they went to our house at maralago <laughs> your house yes to claim that we are taking some <laughs> classified documents away but but we'll I, I saw i saw a comparison they said oh if you compare the two by these documents they are not they don't hurt national wow. security <laughs> other stories though <laughs> russia replaces commander of ukraine invasion force and collapsed crypto giant ftx recovers five billion dollars of assets and for those who love their rock music guitar legend jeff beck dies aged 70. <laughs> Okay. Right, let's get into the papers. Yes, indeed. Okay, the center spread of the Ghanaian Times this morning, the Pensioners Bondholders Forum. They say exempt us okay. from domestic debt exchange program. So over 200 pensioners who hold government bonds have petitioned the government to exempt them from the domestic debt exchange program, or DDEP. They argued that they should be given the same exemption given to pension funds being regulated by the National Pensions Regulatory Authority. The basis for the exemption of the pension funds by the government was to ensure that pension incomes to would-be retirees were not impaired for them to become a burden on others when on retirement. The convener of the forum, um, Dr. Edu-A Entry, at a press conference in Accra yesterday, noted that the basis for the exemption um, of what the pension funds holds good for the exemption of the investments of pensioners and government bonds from DDEP. We therefore hereby passionately appeal to your good office to exclude all pensioner bondholders from the DDEP as the impact of the program on pensioners who are bondholders will be very severe, he added. According to him, most pension bondholders made investments in government securities with the expectation that the coupons would supplement the pension received through the Tier 1 pension scheme under SNIT. These government bonds are considered everywhere as guilt and the safest securities to invest in. And as pensioners, we had the greater motivation to invest these securities for both safety and liquidity considerations. He, however, explained that a lot of pensioners who were equally vulnerable in society would not live long enough to receive their investments given the amended and restated exchange memorandum. And he said that the best way to address the issue is to engage the pensioners in a negotiation because they are ready to engage the government in that regard. So, uh, still on that story, there's um, a section in the, the Ghanaian, uh, what do you call it, the Daily Graphic, which uh, I have difficulties with. If you go to page 16, mm-hmm. a section in the story says, 
Dr. Anani Inchi said the government must, quote and unquote, on compassionate grounds, mm -hmm. grant a request for exemption in line with the exemptions granted pension funds. It goes on to say that the basis for the exemption of pension funds is to ensure that pension incomes for retirees are not impaired uh, for them to become burdens on uh, others when on retirement. You read a section of that earlier. We believe strongly that the basis for exemption granted to pension funds holds good which you, you said. But you see, my problem really is with the compassionate grounds. Mm -hmm. Look, this is their money. And the government not cannot be, compel them yeah. to hand their money over. Because the law does not support that position. Yeah. So, these people have worked... Look, we are they here because someone was long. irresponsible to run the economy the way it was run. Yeah. That's how come we are here. Yeah. So, the idea that people who are poor people who are who, who managed to put something together so lives. that in their frailties they will be able to put body and soul together mm -hmm. you want to collect their money mm -hmm. we should not be talking about compassionate grounds mm -hmm. not at all certainly not it's a non-starter well if you go to citynewsroom.com senior Jose, who's the convener of the individual bondholders forum has described the uh, government's domestic debt exchange program as oppressive Mm. Now, he said if the debt program was allowed to go through, about 60 to 70% of individual bondholders' investments may be automatically eroded. Now, mm. we do know that the previous stance taken by the government was that individual bondholders would be exempted. Mm -hmm. Now, we know that that is not the case anymore. Okay. And the, the deadline has been extended to January 16. Mr. Hossi was on Eyewitness News and he was saying that Quote, today I see people's livelihoods eroding away. In some cases, 60 to 70% of their wealth is gone. Some may not even live to benefit from the current program. Imagine. It's a very sad situation, and I'm awakening to that responsibility. What's going on, it's not right. Uh, he described it as BS, for mm -hmm. those who understand what it means. <laughs> he says it's oppressive, and it defeats the entire process of finance. Mm -hmm. End quote. Now, staying with that subject... The latest one we've heard from government is that insurance companies um, are also part or they, they cannot be exempted. Now, this story is on citybusinessnews.com mm -hmm. and it says the Ministry of Finance has categorically stated that it cannot exempt the insurance industry from the debt exchange program. Mm -hmm. the, Ghana insurance, the Ghana Insurance Association in December 2022 called for the exemption of insurance companies from the domestic debt exchange program. According to the association, 40% of its total assets for the third quarter of 2022 were invested in government of Ghana securities. Hence, any attempt to give its members a haircut will spell doom for the sector. But in a letter signed by the finance minister, Mr. Ken Ofuriata, to the president of the Ghana Insurance Association, the finance ministry stated that it had made some adjustments to the debt exchange program due to feedback from the industry, but could not exempt the mm -hmm. insurance industry. You know, the, the interesting thing about that is, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually mandated to do that. It's part of their regulations, the insurance mm -hmm. companies. They're mandated to hold some of their... Um, yeah, they're like, they're, like, they're like a pension management so fund. Yes. For, yes. for you to now turn around and say, well, even though we told you you have to keep your money with us in this form, uh, we're going to have to keep <laughs> some of that money. I mean... It's just even it's, annoying it's, it's, that, you know, we like the people, they continue the way they are. They're not, they are not respecting anybody. They assume they are in charge. You know, I mean, really? Hmm. You see, I mean, Charlie, look, I mean, you don't drive people into a ditch 
and still yeah. the language is the body language basabi as if chale as for the ghana here chale you own up what kind of chale Anyway, let me go to the 12 of the Ghanaian Times, right? We're talking about local content. There's two stories here where, interestingly, local content seems to be paying some good dividends, right? So, $10 billion boost for mining industry as new local content and participation regulations take effect. So, following an increase in items on the procurement list for the provision of goods and services, and that increase was from 41 to 50 in the mining industry, investment and mineral receipts have hit nearly $10 billion. Now, this is as a result of coming into force of the minerals and mining local content and local participation regulations the purpose of this is among other things to promote job creation using local expertise goods and services in the mining industry mm-hmm. and their retention in the country the law is also to achieve the minimum in-country spending on goods and services and to create mining and mineral related industries that will sustain economic development okay. now in relation to that also Ghana gas is talking about how they have saved nearly three million dollars monthly mm-hmm. by employing local engineers so the managing director of Ghana Gas, Dr. Benasanti, revealed that as part of the company's move to indigenize its operations, it has replaced Chinese expatriates running their turbo plant with local engineers, a move that saves the company some $3 million in operations cost every month. He made the revelation when he took his turn at the State of the Agency's report, which is a regular press engagement platform by SIGA, the State Interest and Government's Authority, in collaboration with Ministry of Information. He said, after incorporation in July of 2011, Ghana Gas went through a period of construction of infrastructure structure. At the end of November 2014, they finished what they called mechanical completion. Then they went through a period of commissioning, which took about six months. So by end of April 2015, the plant was fully commissioned and pipelines attendant to plant also were commissioned. But all the time, all that time, the plant was being operated by Chinese. He said, we like to work with Chinese, but we didn't want to stay with them for too long. Indigenous Ghanaian engineers and technicians took over the operations. He said, I've worked in this industry for 31 years, and this is the first time I've seen such a turnaround, having foreign operators seed operatorship to indigenous engineers and technicians in the shortest time which is three years and through that we save three million dollars a month because that is how much we pay the chinese per month okay so let me take you to a story that is on page 24 of the daily graphics talking about how uh, students can uh, continue with their education despite the difficulties that many still face students loan trust opens application portal emmanuel bonnie reporting says that the students loan trust uh, fund has opened its online application portal for students interested in securing loans under the no guarantor system for the new academic year now it has therefore urged students in the various tertiary institutions especially fresh students to take advantage of the platform to apply for loans to facilitate their students uh, their studies now the chief executive officer of the uh, fund nana kweku ejeboa disclosed this in an interview with a daily graphic in accra yes today and we're told that last year the last academic year they expended or did is based on uh, 64,650,000 Ghana cities uh, to some 32,744 students. Um, Also on the front page... Yes, the front page. I wanted you to mention this. Exactly. There's this story about road fatalities, and we are told that it's down by, uh, or they are down by 20%. And my good friend Timothy Nyangbe, writing for the Daily Graphic, says this morning that all the road crashes and uh, fatalities remain a great concern in the country. Latest statistics indicate that um, 
for the first time in 20 years in 2002 crashes on the roads reduced by 20 percent mm. now the statistics made available to the daily graphic by the national road safety uh, authority indicated that from january to december last year out of the 14,960 reported road crashes uh, 2,373 people lost their lives now those crashes which involved 25,754 vehicles caused injuries to some 15,690 people and it goes on to give you a, a background comparing uh, the figures to uh, previous years now if you go to page 36 there's an opinion piece there by prosper andre batinge and he says that road accidents worrying trend unfolds in ghana and senegal basically doing some comparison in terms of what's happening in in senegal, in senegal. and then also in uh, ghana so okay. grab a copy of the daily graphic go to page 36 and uh, read that opinion piece for yourself okay final story final story very quickly we were talking about education yesterday now edu watch is raising concerns over funding for basic schools ahead of this academic year mm -hmm. africa education watch they're calling on the government to take steps to facilitate the smooth supply of textbooks and the disbursement of funds to ensure a smooth operation of basic and senior high schools the education think tank says the budget cuts on education for the 2022-23 academic year will be mm -hmm. a major hurdle that needs to be curtailed to prevent the closure of schools way into the academic year now um divine who spoke to city news mm -hmm. um, that's us of course said that the academic calendar went through some challenges last year and that should be prevented going into this year he okay. says it's going to be a difficult year for basic basic education <clears throat> because of the budget cuts that basic education has experienced when you look at the goods and services line it's been reduced by 44 percent Wow, that's huge. Before we go, though, let me do this quick one uh, on uh, the center spread. National Cathedral Project Wise Decision, Reverend uh, Stephen Wengam, uh, be here. And Donald Atu Dapatem reporting from Jubilab so says that uh, the decision to build the National Cathedral is a wise one. The General Superintendent of the Assemblies of God Church, uh, Ghana, Reverend Stephen Yenusom Wengam, has said. Now, there's a quote here that says, For us, Pentecostals, we know very well the value of a temple. Solomon has gone into history as a wise and great leader because he built a temple for God and it is a symbol that signifies the unity of our faith he added now uh, Reverend Wengam was speaking when he led the leadership of the church to pay a courtesy call on President Anadu Dankwe Kufuado at the Jubilee House in Accra last Tuesday alright that's how we uh, wrap it up on the newspaper review thank you very much Kokri yep. thank you very much Richard coming up next is the City Business News this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Oh, baby, make your mind right now. Tell me what you want. Now. 658. Coming up next is the City Business News. Brought to you by MTN. And MTN is asking if people still hear that dial caller tone when they call you. MTN says you can bring some life to your caller ring back tones with some of your favorite songs. Just dial star 1355 hash to choose from a wide range of options and that's it. Everyone who calls you gets to listen and dance to your favorite songs to get a dope caller ring back tone today and enjoy life only on MTN. And the city business scene is also brought to us by Goyle. Enterprise Life and Access Bank. Alright, let's get into the bulletin. Netele Ajahu. I mentioned the name right this time. Netele Ajahu is here with the City Business News. 
The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Grow Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank, more than banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, economist Gottfried Bockpin urges government to introduce measures to sustain momentum in the rise of the country's inflation, and Ghana Gas accused 3 million Ghana cities from local operations. To our stories now, and the Ghana Statistical Service has indicated that the high inflation figures recorded for transportation, fuels, utilities and food items was largely responsible for the soaring inflation levels recorded for December 2022. Inflation for the month of December rose to 54.1%, meaning that in the month of December 2022, the general price levels was 54.1% higher than the same period in 2021. Government statistician Professor Samuel Kobneinim explained that the rise in inflation for the period under review with the national rate of inflation of 54.1%, we identified five out of the 13 divisions that recorded rates of inflation higher than the national average of 54.1%. This was led by housing, water, electricity and gas and other fuels, 82.34%, followed by furnishing household equipment, 71.52%. Transport came third with 71.42%. Personal care, social protection, and miscellaneous goods and services, 60.94%. And last was food and non-alcoholic beverages, 59.71%. All these five divisions recorded inflation rates higher than the national average of 54.1% for the month of December 2022. On a month-on-month basis, keeping in mind the national average of 3.8%, we equally identified five divisions that on a month-on-month basis recorded inflation rate higher than the national average. This was led by transport with 6.65%, followed by furnishing household equipment 5.04%, all recording inflation rates higher than the national average of 3.8%. While we identified housing, water, electricity and gas recording the overall higher inflation of 82.34%, its contribution to overall inflation was 15.7%. That was the government statistician Professor Samuel Kobnaini. Meanwhile, economist Professor Godfrey Bobkin is urging government to implement more robust measures to sustain the momentum and the rise of the country's inflation rate. Inflation shot up by 3.8% to end 2022 at 54.1%. Despite a strong improvement in the value of the city and a reduction in the prices of petroleum products, the rate of inflation still went up in December 2022. However, the rate of increase in inflation slowed down. In an interview with City Business News, he called for more measures to check the structural changes of the economy. If you look at when the recovery peaked uh, towards the middle of to, uh, December, the understanding is that it wouldn't have transmitted to, through the channel at the time that Ghana Statistical Service will be picking the data for December 2022. And therefore, that view became more or less like the, the norm 
that inflation was likely to rise slightly, maybe at a, a slower rate than before, um, because of the uh, what happened with the with the CD and also its effect on price buildup um, in terms of inflation. So overall, we wouldn't say that 54.1 um, percent is completely a surprise, um, but it just tells you that we are not out of the woods yet, even though we see a little bit of slowdown in the price build-up. We need to be able to sustain the momentum and then also begin to also address some of the structural issues at the production level so that at the end of the day we begin to see greater deceleration of inflation in a manner that um, would afford some level of stability and comfort for consumers. That was economist Professor Gottfried Bobkin. Domestic airline operators in Ghana are lamenting the impact of the poor performance of the local currency against other international currencies on their businesses. The operators maintain that although they sell their tickets in cities, other transactions by the industry are made in international rates. Samuel Abdul Razak Tiji is the Corporate Affairs Manager of Passion Air and he's been speaking to City Business News. We do have a lot of concerns as an industry because uh, as an industry, especially the domestic industry, don't forget we sell our tickets in, uh, in cities and about 98% of our transactions are in the forex. So for instance, the, the spare parts we buy for the aircraft are all uh, in the forex. We can't use cities to go and buy them from outside and come in. And so usually you would appreciate our concerns when you sell in CDs and then you have to change it to the dollar and then go and buy. So you know the business implications of that. So it is, it's not been easy, but um, we believe things can get better. That was the Corporate Affairs Manager of Passion Air, Samuel Abdul Razak Tichi. The Ghana National Gas Company Limited says it saves the country about $3 million, $3 million per month through its localized operations. The state company maintains that since local engineers took over active operations from the Chinese, it has recorded significant gains that protect the national pairs from avoidable waste. Speaking at the State of the Agency's report forum organized by the Ministry of Information, the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana National Gas Company Limited, Dr. Benjamin Asante, urged stakeholders to create an enabling environment for the energy sector to thrive. Indigenous Ghanaian engineers and technicians took over the operation of this plant. Now, I say it is not in jest, but not seriousness. I've, I've actually, this is the first time that I've seen a turnaround. In other words, having foreign operators cede operatorship to indigenous engineers and technicians in the shortest time, three years, and this was March of 2017, that all, all those who were operating our plants and pipelines. Now, whilst we are at it, we're saving $3 million a month, but that's about how much we're paying the, the Chinese to operate it for us. Now, it was difficult, and, and I tell you, we love the Chinese, but even the operating manuals were in Chinese, so all you have to do is just sit and just look at them. It was a very difficult experience. Dr. Benjamin Asante is the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana National Gas Company Limited. The Ghana Enterprises Agency has revealed that it has disbursed more than 60 million Ghana cities to over 800 small and medium-sized enterprises in the country. This forms part of the COVID-19 response grant program being implemented by the government through the agency. Speaking during the launch 
of the national launch of the SME Growth Grants Program, CEO of GE, Madam Kusi Yankis, added that over 3,000 jobs have also been created in the process. So far, two main interventions have successfully been implemented. The Phase 1 and the Phase 2 of the COVID Response Grants Program. And this current SME High Growth Program is the third intervention. And for me, it is the most important intervention. In the past two interventions, over 65 million Ghana cities was disbursed and committed to 800 plus SMEs between September 2021 to December 2022. Almost 40% of them were women-owned enterprises. Out of these, 800 SMEs at a value of more than 23 million Ghana cities were spent on women-focused interventions. That was the CEO of the Ghana Enterprises Agency, Madame Kusi Yanki Aya, speaking at the launch of the SME Growth Grant Program. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at nine cities. The British pound gained three pesos and is selling at ten cities, ninety-four pesos. The euro gained one peso and is selling at nine cities, seven pesos. However, at some forex bureaus within the capital, the dollar is going for twelve cities, thirty pesos. The British pound is selling for fourteen cities, thirty pesos, and the euro is selling for twelve cities, twenty pesos. Let's now join Mark John and Sika Nate of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. On Tuesday, the Ghanaian secondary bond market opened a week on a down note, recording a total volume traded of 7.5 million Ghana cities. Near-term maturity instrument-dominated trades contributing approximately 98% of the total volume. The data bank bond index increased by 0.13 to 81.32 points, translating into a year-to-date return of 0.07%. This week, the Ghanaian Treasury aims to raise 1.13 billion Ghana cities for the 91-day bills to the 364-day bills at Friday's money market auction. At the last auction, the 91-day yield closed at 35.66%, while the 182-day yield closed at 35.95%. Additionally, the 364-day yield closed at 35.89%. That was Mark Jordan Sika Nate of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goal, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and Access Bank, more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Netali Nete Ajaho. Have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Yeah, and you 
Try no down, super baby, get believe the thing I tell you no be liar Me see and drop one of me other original Birkins for whoa My jaw now, my jaw now Everything you want baby, my jaw now She tell me This is still the City Breakfast Show. Coming up next is Kickoff, a wrap of the latest from the world of sports from the City Sports Desk. Empowered by Lecheho. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? Remember that the Ghana card is not the only accepted ID for all financial transactions, and so you need to update your records. Go to any Lecheho branch near you to update your records. So you are safe faster and better. You can send them a WhatsApp message on 0574-065-958 or call them on 302 Let's share how let's improve lives. Daniel Cranting is here and he's got all the latest from the world of sport. It's time for kickoff. It's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, over 60 coaches have applied for the vacant Black Stars job. Asante Kotoko drop points at Tamale City and Manchester City have been dumped out of the Carabao Cup. Kickoff is brought to you by Le Sheho. To our first story on communications director of the Ghana Football Association, Henry Asante Chum, says over 60 coaches have applied for the vacant Black Stars job. According to Asante Chum, most of the applicants are European coaches who are vying to replace Otuado, who executed the role following Ghana's exit from the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. He was speaking in an interview with a crowd based Asemba FM. We have over 60. 60? Yes. Applications? Yes. You can't play at the World Cup on, on four occasions and think uh, your brand is not attractive. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not possible. It's not possible. You cannot have Mohamed Kudus in your team and think uh, your brand is not attractive. I think we 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 showed very good signs, uh, um, given another platform, no? Because in a team where who Jiku, who Mate, who Salisu, who Andre Ayu, Jordan, Osman, Bukhari, Thomas Pate, um, Mohamed Kudus, uh, Kamal Din Suleiman, Kamal, so you could still look on the bench and form another team. It is an attractive brand, no doubt about that. These Most of them are European coaches and some of them too from South America. He also revealed that the Ghana Football Association is considering converting the Ghana Man Soccer Center of Excellence in Pram Pram to a three-star hotel using the $9.5 million end from the FIFA World Cup. At the last Executive Council meeting, a number of projects were proposed. We want to turn Pram Pram into an edifice that can house all our national teams, to be honest. At least a three- or four-star hotel. Three- or four-star hotel with about 60 to 70 bedrooms. That is the plan of the association. Again, we want to try as much as possible to take all our junior national teams from the state stadia. And we have about 5,000 capacity stadium at Pram Pram. 
You heard the communications director for the Ghana Football Association, Henry Asante Chum, speaking there. There was some bet power Premier League action yesterday in match week 12. Uh, Brecum Chelsea, they were 1 0 winners over Karela United. Ligon Cities and Dreams FC played out a goalless draw. Midiama beat in Swatchman FC by two goals to nil. And Tamale City held on to draw 1 1 against Asante Kotoko. Asante Kotoko head coach Sedu Zebu, who was speaking through his interpreter, blamed the lack of concentration for the draw. We have brought three consecutive matches, and uh, this is an uh, individual mistake from the defense. And uh, we are leading. Let's say six minutes to the end of the game, and we lost concentration. They have an equalizer. Meanwhile, assistant coach for Tamale City, Hamza Mohamed, believes his side deserve to win the game. I'm very satisfied with my boys, but I'm not satisfied with their points. Uh, it's obvious that it's not a true reflection of the game. I think uh, we should have won this game. But hey, football being what it is, we had our chances. We could not. Uh, we were punished by a, a fast break and an own goal. The boys showed character. Within three minutes, we equalized. We were showing more incursions, and unfortunately, we didn't get the winner. We'll take it like that and move on. I'm very, very, very positive we will stay afloat. Uh, though the results have not been showing, uh, we have so many positives in this game. This one, the last game that we played. I uh, will tap on it definitely. Our next one is going to be against the Kumasi Investor. We'll take the positive, work on it, and then make sure we we'll get that three maximum points in Kumasi. You had assistant coach for Tamale City, Hamza Mohamed, speaking there. In today's fixtures, Indiana Stars will take on Kotoku Royals. Great Olympics will host Bibiani Gold Stars. Real Tamale United will take on Accra Lions. And Kim Faisal will play host to Accra Heart of Folk. Let's do some boxing news now. In Ghanaian boxer Isaac Dobe has confirmed that his next fight will be against Robezi Ramirez from Cuba on April 1 this year for the WBO featherweight title. This ends uncertainty that arose when another boxing authority, the WBC, ordered a 28-year-old to reach an agreement with Filipino boxer Giselle Mark Maxayo by the end of January for a title eliminator. Speaking at a press briefing yesterday, the former junior featherweight champion insists fighting Ramirez for a world title is the best option for his career. Yeah, um, I mean, Ramirez is a, that is the, it's a title and a line, so it makes sense to just, you know, go on that route rather than to get into another eliminator as a now. I mean, that isn't out of our view. You know, it's also an important fight because, like I said, I'm here to fight the best fights out there, the big fight, the big names, and that is what, um, you know, I live for, that's why I fight. So, for now, it's one challenge after the other, one day at a time, one fight at a time, one title at a time, and we keep going. You heard Ghanaian boxer Isaac Dogbe speaking there. Manchester City, they were dumbed out of the Carabao Cup at the hands of Southampton in the quarter-final last night. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola arrested key players such as Erling Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne with this weekend's derby with Manchester United at Old Trafford in mind. And Southampton took full advantage with two quick-fire goals in the first half from Sekumara and Musa Genepo. Guardiola put the defeat down to his side, having a bad day at the office. The best team won. They were better. We had a bad night and we didn't play good. We didn't react good in the bad start. Yeah, we, we didn't perform well and to win games. Yeah, no, I'm not talking titles. Win games, you have to reserve it. So I want to deserve, you know, to when I win something, I want to deserve it. And today was not the case. That's why Southampton deserves to be in semi-finals in this competition. I think it was always, it was a bad night, so 
I know them quite well, and today was not even close to what uh, what we are. We can pass the three days having Chelsea in today, so it's a big difference. So they were better. We went there better, and we have to congratulate them, accept it, and improve. You had Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola speaking there. Southampton, as a result of that win against Manchester City, will take on Newcastle in the semi-final. In the other semi-final, Manchester United will take on Nottingham Forest after Forest beat Wolves in the other quarter-final yesterday. Moving on, new Chelsea signing Joao Felix says he's ready to help the team reach their objectives after completing his loan move from Atletico Madrid. Chelsea have been beaten... Uh, Premier League rivals Manchester United and Arsenal to signing uh, the Portuguese forward with neither side willing to pay the 11 million euros loan fee. The 23-year-old becomes Chelsea's fourth signing this month following the arrivals of Benoit Badiashili, David Dastro Fofana and Andrew Santos. Uh, I'm very, very happy to, to be here uh, in Chelsea. He's one of the great teams in, in the world and I to help the team reach the, the objectives so i'm very happy and very excited to to play here and to play in Stamford bridge so i don't know a lot of, of london but i know it's it's a big city it's a wonderful city but but now i'm focused on on helping the team i met one time Rich james when i was in when i was in london uh, in a restaurant amazing guy Oh, I'll bring my, my football, my my happiness on the game and give a lot of fun to, to the fans. No, since, since I was a kid, I, I was grow up thinking on being professional. Every weekend, every weekend. All games, not just Chelsea games, but even the less, the, the last ones. I like to watch the games too because of the environment, the football, it's Premier League. I'm a player that wants to, to have the ball and play with happiness and I want to make uh, all the fans enjoy my football and help the team. You had new Chelsea signing Joao Felix speaking there. Let's do some tennis news before we go. And four-time Grand Slam champion Naomi Osaka has announced she is pregnant with her first child and is planning to return to action in next year's Australian Open. The 25-year-old pulled out of this month's first Grand Slam of the year last week with no official reason given for her withdrawal. But yesterday posted a picture of a baby scan on social media. Osaka's ranking has slipped to 47 and she has not played since September after redrawing during the second round in Tokyo. She has won only uh, one match this year since May and was beaten in the first round of her three previous tournaments, including the US Open, which she also won twice previously. That brings an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by Le Shell. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
7.30. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Live on your dial 97.3 FM. You can send in your messages on Messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. Remember that at 9 a.m. we'll be getting into day four of week two of our effective living series. This week we are talking emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023. We've done emotionally healthy families. We've looked at managing your mental health. We've looked at understanding your love language. This morning, we'll talk about transforming your emotional health. And we have Dr. Emmanuel Hopson as our resource person this morning. All of that is part of our Effective Living series. Brought to us by Enterprise Insurance. And Hallmark Freight and Logistics Company Limited happening at 9 a.m. So just note that down because we'll get into that later on the show. But it looks like the domestic debt exchange or conversations around it are just getting started. You have more and more and more personalities, more and more and more bodies, more groups, more people talking about it more people voicing out their opposition to the program we'll get into a bit of that later on the city breakfast show so you can send in your messages on birthday messages coming in happy birthday to our very own mr matthew hillary aydan administrator bakupe mr aydan happy birthday to you he's a strong kotoko in liverpool fan hey red on all sides kotoko in liverpool hard mr aydan happy birthday to you i wish you the very very best Best wishes from the CBS team and from everybody at City FM and City TV. And I like to send belated birthday wishes to a mate of mine from grad school, Anita Akumia. I still refer to her as Anita Akumia. I'm, you know. I know, yeah, she has a new government name. She had that government name for years. But we still refer to her as Anita Akumia. Mates at Lessie, a wonderful, wonderful woman. One of the wittiest women I know. Has a sharp retort for everything. 
and it's a belated happy birthday to you and I wish you the very very best enjoy your day But this the Enterprise Motor Insurance is saying that their promo is different. Everybody will get to enjoy a bit of the goodies. Now, simply buy or renew your motor insurance with Enterprise and win instant gifts such as fuel coupons, branded gift items, and qualify for the monthly raffle draws with amazing rewards. Now, when you buy your motor insurance from Enterprise, you stand the chance of winning an iPhone 14, a washing machine, high-pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, auto tire inflator, and in the final month, you get to win a premium crotch rocket motorbike so call your insurance broker agent or visit any of enterprises branches for your motor insurance and get free fuel coupons and be the possible winner of these amazing rewards in our monthly raffle draws between january and june now this promo is regulated by the nla on the caritas lottery platform t's and c's apply enterprise is your advantage if you love your tea your coffee your gary soakings your mashke and all these things then you need creamy plus to spice it up to give it some oomph and to give it some zip it has vegetable fat it's gentle on the stomach so for people like us who are lactose intolerant it's a great option just find creamy plus in all girls shops bachelor to tell another supermarkets in your neighborhood for bulk purchase please contact less farm distributors at madina ridge junction on 0501-682522 or grace as founders at a cocoa photo in dan suman on 0245-162-747 like i said earlier the 2023 edition of the effective living series is here we've already done week one we are heading we are in week two and it's part of the 2023 starter pack we call it building back better it's the start of a new year you need to build again so week two we are looking at emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023 in the third week we'll talk about professional priorities career things world of work how to get better how to improve how to climb up the ladder and then in week four we talk about strategic foundations for 2023 or financial foundations sorry for 2023 financial foundations for 2023 because money is important too money is key somebody said money is king the holy bible even says money answereth all things the effective living series is on city 97.3 fm on the city breakfast show between monday and thursday at 9 a.m and on city tv's breakfast daily from monday to thursday from 9 30 a.m and is sponsored by enterprise insurance and hallmark freight and logistics ghana limited
Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is still the City Breakfast Show. This message says today marks our 10th anniversary. Is it 10th marriage anniversary? I don't know. But the person says to my queen of Amamomo, Dora Oma. Uh, tell her she's the most important person in my life and I always love her. That's from Jeff Oma. Seven forty two, this still the city breakfast show. I've got Godfrey Akotobafu here. Kokri Selomi Hansen is here. Richard De La Sky also here. This is Ben Braco. Yes, yes, yes. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Yes, oh, okay. Yes, He's yes. an Absu. He is. I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Kokri is an Absu, right? Koko is not absolute. She a went to. Uh, she's a she's a hopsa. Ah, okay, very well. She's a hopsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but, but 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 the absus go with the hopsa. No, okay, yeah. oh, very well. So Catholic, it's by association. Like, there's, there's a Catholic connection. Oh, very uh-huh. well, very well. It's like yeah. it's like um, mobile and gay. Uh-huh. Yeah, Methodist connection. Something uh-huh. like that. Yes. Or Akraka and who? Akraka is Mary's, but Akraka we are non-denominational. How come you would say Mary's? I don't know. Like, why isn't it like Aquinas and St. Mary's? So, I don't know if... I think the story goes that initially, they used to have some... Uh, something. And then Akraka jumped in. <laughs> and we kicked they jumped in blue. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so... So, yeah. Yes, so, so, Akraka and the St. Mary's, they have an association. And uh, Mr. Brinker. The Akasma Association. Did I tell you that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Akasma? You're a product, product of... of an Akasma yes. Affiliation. You, you did. And yeah. I'm actually a, a product of our Absu Hopsa oh, association and as you well. followed... We have yeah. what we call a man of this year. A man of A man of this year. A man of this year. A man for an addition. Oh, I see. A man for is the people. A man for an addition is more like royals. Yes, yes. So it's a mixture of the common people and the yes. royals. So it's such a magnificent mix. The proletariat oh. and royalty. So I see. So yes, Antoine. Uh-huh. Those are your your uh, yes. your, sister your girls. Yes. Although we chase Munche happily. <laughs> 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 we. 
That's it. I'm not this year the official. But we happily chase Munchie and others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my word! Papa, 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 Interesting. So yes, happy birthday to Alexa Pia of Societe General Bank from Victor. Whoever Victor is, is wishing Alexa Pia a happy birthday. Sorry? Two parties, follow one girl. Follow one girl. Follow one girl. Nadu dodges. Nadu dodges. Nadu do, Nadu do, Nadu dodges. This is high love of old, you know. Okay, this one, this one, this one.
mean for the they still the city breakfast show. This message says we are Santa Neutra. It says we run the girls' schools all. <laughs> hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Santa Neutra. But you know, you know, I always say that if I didn't go to a crack academy, I I better I would have gone to a disco. Oh, I see. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I would have gone no, to a I disco. Think, I think you're too gentle for a disco. No, no, I would have gone to a disco. boy. No, I would have gone to a disco. You look like a disco boy. Actually, that ruddy spirits. No, no, I would have gone there. One because sure? I two to upset my dad. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get my dad upset. Yeah, Charlie. But yeah, you know, yeah. It's what it is. It's what it is. It is anyway, Charlie, look to this morning. Eh, uh-huh, so many happened? things. If you take, if you just go through the portals, uh-huh. you find several stories making the rounds. A lot of the portals uh-huh. talking about debt exchange, and I like the fact that groups are now speaking up. I like it. You know, initially when it started, people weren't too sure. Uh-huh. I don't know whether it's the realization of what it means yeah i'm but, sure by now they would have internalized mm-hmm. what exactly the problem but i like the fact that people are are now vocalizing their thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. and they are ready not only to rant to themselves over the phone on social or whatever but they are ready to take it forward and go on the front as, as it were because if you've seen the statements they've put out the kind of artwork they've released all the documents they are sharing clearly they want to engage the system which is good which is very very good because when all of this started i guess maybe for lack of better word government not giving clear info and people not understanding whatever it is you know i was going on and i like the fact that people are speaking Mm -hmm. i like the fact that people are asking government questions Mm -hmm. i hope governments will come back and respond because people need to be answered you know people need to be answered because people's monies look people's monies are in the balance Mm. people's monies are in the balance we are talking monies across the spectrum from somebody's hundreds to their small thousands to the medium-sized thousands and to the millions Mm -hmm. people have worked hard they've put money away to do whatever it is they want to do at this time or sometime in the future and all of a sudden because we have been ill-disciplined as a country mm-hmm. we have failed to to act properly and to act in a mad in a manner that is responsible we are here and somebody's wealth somebody's money they've stashed away yeah. is going to be wiped for some people everything is going for That's others nice. half for others a third whatever it is somebody's hard-end cd is just going to disappear at least Nathan, for some time. At least for some time. You you you, you talk about somebody's hard-earned CDM. I went into a bank and there was a woman who was basically in despair, right? Because this is a woman who sells fruit for years. She had been putting away her meager earnings to educate her daughter, only to come in and to be told that it was basically going to be slashed. Money that she she thought she was being a prudent investor. She was doing this for her daughter. She's a single mother. She sells fruit. She said, How much fruit am I going to sell and carry around to, to make that money again to pay for my daughter's education? Here's somebody who wants her daughter to have a better chance than she did. Right? She goes out every day to hustle on the streets of Accra to sell fruit. And you're telling her that after being prudent, after being diligent, after sacrificing, mm, after, after trying to be a, a good parent, after trying to be a good parent to provide something good for her daughter so that her daughter won't have to struggle to get an education. She will struggle. Put away 
that small money she has for years and you tell her, I'm sorry, ma'am, you're going to lose a huge chunk of that money. She's like, how am I going to make that money back? How am I going to pay for my daughter to go to school now? This is just one example of the, the several who are, who are now lamenting the situation and feel helpless and you, hopeless. I, 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 you know, when we we're having this conversation at first, I think um, you read that you were sky raised the point about, no, I think it was Nathan, people not perhaps understanding what was at stake. Yes, how the far-reaching consequences. The far-reaching consequences, but I think gradually... It's sinking in. It's sinking, sinking in. in. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm just narrating a similar... I, I walked into mm-hmm. um, my back branch yesterday or so, and on my way out, there was a woman sitting in a chair, and she had her, hand, her head in her in hand, hands. and she was on her phone. You know, So I was going to use the ATM outside, and she was on her phone. And she was, it wasn't like she was speaking undertone. She was very much frustrated, and she was telling somebody how in the local language, one of the local languages, that now her money has become basa because uh, mm-hmm. she was sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there are a lot more stories like that more, now. A lot more people more. come because now people are thinking about this and they're like, okay, what? they go there and they're giving the information. And normally, we have the Jaimaninka spirit. And normally Ghanaians would find ways to accommodate these things. And in fact, a lot of people are accommodating mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. Some in are spite even, of all this. Some are even going yes. to redeem and, and just taking the loss. Yes, yeah. Be- mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Shocking, but, but they are. But because they probably just need the money. Need the money. So they'll take the loss. You know, it's you know, just... not fair. Yeah. And what what for me is the bigger problem and Sky raised this issue during the newspaper review is the manner in which it has gone down the language that has been used the approach to it the the lack of engagement with people you know the buy-in and then the commensurate attitude on the side of the government to say that okay you are suffering we are suffering with you and that is where the pain for a lot of people is. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday, look, almost every radio station in this space that we occupy did a story on this. We have voices from several people. Look, the voices from the pensioners are the most, like, they are gut-wrenching. You know, and a lot of radio stations played those kind of voices yesterday. And people are like, look, there's a man I heard. He said he's 66 years old. I mean, What exactly do they expect him to, to do? do? Nobody's telling him anything. And his point was, he's supposed to suffer. He sees that the, the, the lavish lifestyles, the people who are telling him to do these things are living. They don't seem to be taking any cuts. Well, in his opinion, anyway. But he's supposed to do that? What is he supposed to do? And it hasn't been explained to him properly. Okay. Now, I think yesterday or two days ago, I, uh, the, the, there's been an amendment, I think. To, further amendments. Yeah, further amendments to the invitation to exchange. So now that has to be explained again. Yeah. But they'll tell you, oh, go to your bankers, <laughs> your investors, yeah. they'll explain investors, it yeah. to you and whatnot. But the thing is this, the spit of these changes, so three weeks ago is A. People don't even get to terms with that. Then, then B has come. 
Now, B comes as a result of people not understanding A and people not buying into A because you did not consult people, which is where Sky's issue comes in. And I think it's the problem everybody has. And it's something that we've almost always asked. There is this assumption that Ghanaians now perhaps don't have brain power. Mm. And so we'll simply tell you what to do. I, I, I don't get that. I think it's because of the, we, have, we have proven to acquiesce quite easily yeah. to certain things. You know, but... The, the, it's like, oh, they'll, they may talk for a few days, but... But that need, You see, it's, it's as if the, the, the posture now is the government is desperate and in its desperation has ignored the fact that a lot of the decisions it's taking affects people. Mm-hmm. The government has at the moment is behaving like an entity that does not recognize that it governs people at the moment the government behaves as if it's engaging with numbers mm. so it sees 55 billion dollar or something debt mm-hmm. if i calculate if i uh-huh. do a b c d it gets me to 50 percent of this so once i get 50 percent once i get 50 percent of this I will be able to reach the numbers that I need to show. So the finance ministry and the government, basically at the moment, in front of them, they are dealing with numbers. numbers. Mm-hmm. But what they forget, and that is something I do not expect a government to be told, is that those numbers are human are beings. Human beings. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%, those are human beings, especially in a country where Let's be honest with ourselves. We call ourselves middle income, whatever, whatever. A lot of people in this country are hand to mouth. Mm. A lot of, unless the government is denying this, a lot, all the mixed surveys indicated, a large part of this populace live hand to mouth. A lot of people have (coughs) taken chances on years of being convinced that this is the way to go. There's a woman I heard, I heard another voice. She lost her job. And she said, okay, I've lost my job. I know that it might take me a year or two. So everything that I earned, in order to be able to look after my family and pay my school fees, I'm investing it in these bonds. Now she has, so one, she's unemployed. Mm -hmm. Two, she now has no access to the money that Mm -hmm. she had put in there to be able to help her survive. These are human stories, which is why everybody was expecting that in order to make a decision as significant as this, no matter how desperate the situation is, and we are blaming you, the government, for this desperate situation we we find ourselves in, you should have spoken to people, taking proper feedback. We want to do this. How Mm -hmm. best can we do this so that it doesn't worry you? Now, you are not recognizing the fact that your numbers are affecting people. You are not engaging properly on all these matters. You know, and you've basically left a large section of the populace just frustrated people who are already struggling because the past two years sky nation everybody who's listening has been really hard for people mm-hmm. no matter you cannot spin it in any other way apart from the fact that it's been really hard so here we are living this hard life trying to figure ourselves out and then every single day this government it's people who are supposed to help people Refuse to see people as people and just come out and say, okay, let's do this. In trying to deal with the economic situation, Sky, how many times have we not spoken about a lean government? Mm-hmm. Many oh, yes. times. So many times. One of the biggest things that we have spoken about is cut the government. Everybody knows how much money we will save from cutting the government. 
Every time it's an amendment on how other people can suffer. You don't want to cut the government. The government, we know they're not doing silly. <laughs> we know they're not doing anything. The ministries that have to... Oh, cool. Alan Chematin's ministry that he's resigned from, that has been given to Ken to add. He has three deputies. What are they doing? What do they do? Even the Chinese trade ministry doesn't have three deputies. And it is the hub of global manufacturing. Mm. They don't have three. What do they do? You mentioned Alan Chemat. He even mentioned in this. Did he not say that he oh, believes... Oh, he another problem. Leave him You will talk about it. <laughs> anyway, coming up next is second social media trend. Brought to us by... By our friends at Vodafone. Now, the One Ghana Vodafone promo is here. With just one Ghana CD, you can have 20 minutes of talk time to all other networks and one gigabyte of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. Just dial star 530 hash to subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Vodafone, further together. And our friends at CalBank want you to know that you get free access to our short code service, star 771 hash. CalNet and the Cal bank app when you reactivate your CalBank account between now and the end of the month. It's so easy. You can go to any CalBank branch with your Ghana card to complete an account reactivation form and get free access to our digital solutions. CalBank, forward together. And Mr. Cranting is back in the building with tech and social media trends. Nathan. Yes, sir. Hmm. Things are happening in this country. <laughs> What's the latest? Since Godfrey ended with Alan Key, Alan mm-hmm. Cash. I'll start with Alan Key, Alan mm-hmm. Cash. Mm-hmm. GTP is trending. GTP? Yeah. I see. The Great Transformation Project. <clears throat> Alan Key's... Mm-hmm plan to restore Ghana to greatness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making Ghana great again. I see. The people are saying that. So if Alan K had a solution, why didn't he share it with Nanadu? Hey! Because Nanadu is your guy. This matter. So if you had a solution, why didn't you share it with Nanadu? If you wait a second, now you say you won't do the, this thing again. Minister again. You are telling us you have great transformation plan. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, on that note, it's, it's also important to look at the other side of it. Nanado is the president of the republic. He's serving, you know, because he's been elected president. Mm-hmm. The ministers who are there, they are there at the pleasure of the president. They are basically appendages of the president. And while you may make suggestions during cabinet and, and all of that. He has the finals. Yeah, he has the finals. He can say, Charlie, look, my, my, my decision is what So matters. you are saying it's possible. So it is possible. I'm not uh, suggesting that what exactly happened. But I'm saying it's possible. that it may well be that in all the circumstances of this matter, uh, he may have said a few things which may not have been taken on board entirely. Hmm. It is possible. It is possible. Yeah, there are possibilities. You let's move on. One percent levy, Nathan. Uh, I want you stranded. One percent levy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did the kick off pay yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And now across board, if you are sending for ICD info, it will catch you. <laughs> oh yes. You see, you see. I don't know if you got a, a message from your telco, but yesterday they sent me some message. They say, "Hurry." EDV has been cut down from mm-hmm. 1.5 to 1. I said, hey, these people, <laughs> you know that there are some things inside you don't want to tell me. They didn't add the across board. They didn't add that one. They think they are smart. 
But I thought they said the 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 the, the threshold was still there. Yeah, that's right. That's that's to the hundred CD threshold. Yeah, if they had removed it, the protection for the poorer, mm-hmm. what do you call it, uh, yeah, like serious, yeah, uh-huh, would have been seriously impacted. So you you <coughs> you put it there as to protect the the poorest of the poor. So hurry, I see. Nathan, mm-hmm. they said over sixty coaches have applied to become the next black star. Yes. Yeah, over sixty hmm. coaches. Over sixty yeah. coaches, but non Ghanaian, from what we. Oh yeah, they said there are more Europeans, and then the rest are South South Americans. Americans. Okay, the the, are not interested. We don't have internet to apply online. But <laughs> 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 what's going on? <laughs> so, I mean, it's like it's like. So why I heard that uh-huh. they were one of them. He was trying to apply. And then when what? he clicked confirm, then the top there was E. <laughs> <laughs> it went from L T E to E. <clears throat> so that's in you do round 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 round. And his it's application couldn't go yeah, through. Charlie. I, I, I think I would call on the GFA to uh, make an exception and allow for Ghanaian coaches who believe mm-hmm. that they have what it takes to run the Black Stars to apply. And this is a special dispensation that they are giving strictly to only Ghanaian uh, coaches who think that they can do that. I think the applications are still open, so they, they should open. apply. They, oh, they are still open. They've not closed yet. No, no, no. no oh, very well. Apply. Very well. Very well. I, I think they have to. I think the former coach, uh, Apia, says that he's still very much interested. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Mayele. Oh, yes. Champion. Nathan, I want to quote the Bible hey. for my next uh, this one. Uh-huh. Genesis 22. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. From verse 9 to 14. Hey. Uh-huh. Simply saying, I'll make a way for you uh-huh. when there seems to be no way. Thank you. Oh, yesterday, Southampton were facing Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, oh, it'll be a cool one for Man City and they'll come and trouble us in the semi final. <laughs> but the Lord that we serve, <laughs> it's a good the God. Lord we serve, it's a good God. It's a miracle working God. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he has opened the path for us. <laughs> Nottingham Forest, Newcastle, Southampton. Cool job. Good job. And now we can see the trophy. We I can see, see it. Mm. We are looking at the trophy. God has eliminated all our enemies from the first round. <laughs> he kept eliminating Chelsea, Chelsea Liverpool, but he has cleared all of them for us. I want to. I want to tell Danny K that Southampton, Newcastle, yeah. and Nottingham Forest also saying the same prayer. No problem. That's okay. Ah, at the level. <laughs> Now, second social media trends brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Because of the mismanagement, because of the high-handedness, because of the Mengistina statism, and because of the directionless directionlessness, because of the consciousness consciousnesslessness, because of the purposeless purposelessness, and because of the planless planlessness that greeted the oil sector, a vast majority of Nigeria still continue to vacillate between exorbitant enthusiasm and irrational irritability, 
while the microscopic few that have piloted the affairs of this nation live in Byzantine luxury and perpetual solicitude. Mr. Speaker, today I am happy I'm a Nigerian. Today I am happy I'm a member of the House of Representatives because, like I've always said, and this motion has demonstrated for the opting time that Parliament must be an instrument and vehicle of social engineering. Parliament must remain the cultural norms of the people having superintendence over umbrages, contrast bonus more. Mr. Speaker, I am in perfect simulacrum with the prayers of, the, of, of this motion, and this is my humble logo marking and the logo marking I made with, with that logo Pasha. After eight years, Nkabinanga Wahala. Kabinanga wahala, kabinanga wahala, kabinanga wahala, school fees wahala, electricity bill wahala, hospital bill. This is still the city breakfast show. Now, Enterprise Motor Insurance is saying that this year's promo deal is uh, different. Obiadia Womb, simply buy or renew your motor insurance with Enterprise and win great prizes, floor coupons, branded gift items, and qualify for the monthly raffle draws with amazing rewards. Just get in touch with your insurance broker agent or visit any Enterprise branch for your motor insurance and get free floor coupons and be the possible winner of these amazing rewards in our monthly raffle draws between January and June. Promo is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas Lottery platform. T's and C's apply. Enterprise, your advantage. Alright, let's hear from um, very, very interested parties in this domestic exchange program. Let's hear from Convener for Pensioners, Dr. Edu Entry. Convener for Pensioners holding government bonds. Now, if you've been following the conversations, um, changes have been happening the last three to four weeks concerning who is exempted, who's not. Now, pensioners who are holding government bonds say they are open for negotiations with the government over their stance to exempt their bonds from the domestic exchange program. Now, Dr. Edu Entry, who's the convener, for pensioners says it's only necessary for the government to listen to what the pensioners have got to say. We say that no, don't do this to your pensioners. Uh, if the young people can, and I, I finance will tell you that if you, you, you do a bad uh, uh, you know, investment and you are young and you fail, you can recover. You know, you can recover after, after all the damage. But if you are that old, and you face any financial damage, you can't recover. That takes you to the, the, the end of your life. There's no opportunity for you to recover again. So the so money, you, so, so, so in your case, and I'm referring to you using the whole group, the yes. pensions that you received after 60, you went to invest, you went yes, to invest them. Yes, with the hard end savings. You see, we all, and I, I, I why I get so much worried that I particularly, when I was the director general of Securities and Education Commission, one of the key things we were doing was investor education. 
educating people that they should invest. They should invest, invest for their future, so that when they come on retirement, they will not be a burden to their society or to their friends, family, and whatever. And if you are that old, the best investment you'll be making is at Ghana government bonds, which is risk-free, that any time you want your money, you will get. You have done all this education. People have taken the education seriously, and now many, many people, while they were working, were saving, saving, saving. You save, at the end of the day, you add your savings to your pensions that you receive, and you are going to have invested it in a very safe place. And now this is coming to hit you, that your investment now is going to go this way. And the first year, you are not going to get anything on your, no interest on your, 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 your investment for the first year. So how would the pensioner who is only using this to buy his medication, people, dialysis, every, and, and, and I tell people, as you are growing, you get an impolences that you don't like, but God gives you an impolences. This impolences is to import only sickness to you. That's God's way of taking you out of the world. Today, here is broken. The next day you feel this. The next day you feel that. All sicknesses are coming. Your only source of caring for you for all this is through the, your investment you have made. So if somebody takes that from you, that is a difficulty and a challenge. And if you don't take care, you won't live for even a year for you to die. The organized labor was able to take on government because they had governments in their hands. So they could threaten a strike and government would have to do a U-turn. You have nothing on government. You can't threaten government with anything. How do you hope to be listened to? Well, I said at the conference, press conference that uh, it's, it's unfortunate. When we were strong, we had somebody to protect us. Now that we are weak, we don't have anybody to protect us, which means when we were working as strong men, the unions and the trade unions were there to protect us. Now that we are old, we don't have any protection. So we must all come together and, and see that we are protected. If you will kill, the, you do something that will kill the elders, elderly in the society, I don't think any, anybody will be happy doing something that would wipe out majority of the, 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 the elderly. There is a saying in Akan, that is why we keep old people there, so that if there is any matter, we console them. So I don't think government, I always think that maybe it was an oversight. Nobody thought into it that if we are exempting pensions, funds, then the people who have already also taken the same amount that you don't want to impair, and it is in their hands, and they have invested it in your own security, then exempt them also. Maybe that didn't come. So once you have raised it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that people say, ah, okay, we missed the point there. We cannot exempt pension funds. The funds that workers will go on retirement, we won't, don't want to uh, uh, impair it. But the one we have already given out, and they are also investing, that one they, we are going to impair it. It's not, it's not right, so maybe let's, let's look at it again. All right, that was um, Dr. Edu Entry, convener for, uh, convener, sorry, for pensioners holding government bonds, saying that, look, uh, there needs to be a conversation between themselves and the government over what can be done in relation to the domestic debt exchange um, program. We do know that some, some groups are speaking now. They are a bit more vocal. Uh, in the last few days, we've been hearing from Senor Hosi. He has been speaking. 
he's the convener convener for the ghana individual bondholders forum and um he says look um government has not acted well government has been ill-disciplined in terms of managing the economy and all of that and you know they believe that government's not handling all of this well so you know he was speaking to us um yesterday he was on city fm and he was sharing his thoughts on eyewitness news Whoever believed that the MPP government that went Kumipreko would today be running to increase VAT, VAT where, where it is today. Collectively, with Get Fun here, with NHIL here, then COVID here, put all together and see. Yeah. What did we go or did we come? All these things are taken away from your accessible and disposable income. They come so practically practically to, to production. Mm. They produce nothing. Now you sit here, the question here so they produce a few things. What do you mean by production? You look at the net value of what you are looking at. In economics you think at the mean. What is the net value of it? If we were doing that, we will be here. If we have meaningfully moved relative to where we are supposed to go, we will be here. But you see put that aside. You were borrowing and borrowing. The opposition complained. You told us that you knew, what you, you, knew what you were doing. We trusted you. We trusted you. We gave you the free will. We gave you the free will and we kept investing. Because you knew what you were doing. Because you were also creating a mechanism to empower your own people. Because That's we, what we thought. You knew how to bring economies back Be, to life. Exactly. And now here, here we are. Do anything you want to do. But don't come and jeopardize the livelihoods of people. People are at a loss how they are actually going to fund their school fees. People are at a loss how they are going to pay their bank loans. Because many people have borrowed against this. Do anything you want to do. But don't come and jeopardize the livelihoods of people. People are at a loss how they are actually going to fund their school fees. People are at a loss how they are going to pay their bank loans. Because many people have borrowed against this. You know, and you want to do this. And don't welcome anybody at the table or create a platform for us to be at the table. And let's discuss and find a sustainable middle ground. And what's paying for and what's most responsible of it all is government's own lifestyle. Does our government look like a government that's broke? Look at the size of government we have. We have moved state-owned enterprises from 86 to 177. We have ballooned salaries in the public sector by 308 percent that just look like a, a government that is broke They've and you are not seeing anything and to put a cherry on the annoyance of the whole program you say we are still building a cathedral and responsible pastors follow that god forgive every one of you read your bible well and see where your god is it tells you we are very lost on our priorities solving our current problem is possible but it needs a George or more importantly, it needs proper sacrifice from the people who have caused it. In Ghana, our politicians continue to mess us up. They abuse our economic rights and always make us pay for it. We run down toll and they will come and say toll levy. We run down the energy sector, they will come and say energy sector levy. We keep running down everything. And who is running it down? Is it as the individuals or the people we have empowered to be able to manage our affairs for us? This time. We are saying no to this matter. It's over. We can't be at the wrong side of the bargain forever. We are not your whipping cat. It is It is not going to continue. You are the one who caused it. You must take responsibility and show the way. And be humble about it. Sit down and let's talk. If not, sorry, we ain't doing it. 
So that senior Hossi, convener of the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum. Mm, mm. <laughs> I think yeah. that last week we were saying, or was it last month? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. We're saying that more voices needed to come yes. up strongly, and we are hearing. Edwana Nimchi, by the way, used to be the SEC Director General. Really? Oh, yes, Dr. Edwana Nimchi is a very uh, known person in the financial sector. I see. So the press conference he addressed was on behalf of 200 individual bondholders. Now we need to differentiate between that. Uh, these are pensioners who pensioners, hold bonds. Yes. Okay. As against the pensions industry that has also asked to be exempted from the domestic yeah. debt testing program. Mm-hmm. That the ministry has responded to. Okay. By saying that they are still in... in indeed, Koki, you were holding a document yeah, there. Let me read that. Yes. So I'm not sure they've mm. definitely said yes or no. So essentially, you're saying that Dr. Edwinchi, he's representing individuals who hold bonds. I'm, I'm guessing so because they said there were yes. 200 yes. pensioners who hold government bonds. So. Okay. Senyo's group is a larger group of individual bondholders, and Edwana Nienchi was speaking for 200 pensioners who hold government, government bonds. bonds. So but they are registered under the CI, yes, CSD. CSD. So you okay. could say that the group that uh, Mr. Hosi represents could be the larger the group larger. of all individual bondholders. Okay. But then to just clarify, the pension funds, which by law were mandated to also buy government mm-hmm. bonds, about 70% have asked to be buyer. exempt. And from the amendment to the invitation to exchange, the FAQs that yesterday were sent out, the government is saying that negotiations on the specific terms of an agreement with the pension funds are continuing and will be made public once an agreement on the details is reached. I need to make a few clarifications. So remember when we were discussing this and we said, we were told that individual bondholders were exempt. Mm-hmm. And then we said, there are lots of individuals like myself and Kokui and Richard Sky and Co. who are part of collective investment schemes and mutual funds. Mm. So maybe an, the M fund or whichever fund mm. that EDC or yeah, Coco that kind of could have 700,000 people. Mm-hmm. Now, my appeal at the time was that we should be treated as individual bondholders too. Because because we are, we are money, our monies are so small mm-hmm. that it can only make an impact in an interest sense if they are brought together. Yes. Good. So the group that Senior represents is now saying they are representing not just individual bondholders registered at the CSD, but people like us who have bought mutual funds and are part of collective investment schemes. And in fact, they are saying that those people should tell their fund managers not to agree to the debt exchange program. So we've seen some response. The the only thing I I see is that, as Sander was suggesting, it looks like groups that have a a stranglehold on government will get their way. So for example, UTAG, and the, the 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 worker groups can say to government, don't in, don't touch our monies in the debt exchange program. And the government will say yes, but smaller groups and individuals that are not that are not working together in concert may not have the, such a say. So, for example, two hundred uh, pensioners holding government bonds is very small. All right, which is why I feel it's important for the various groups to come together because some of the points they are raising with government could even be contradictory. Right. I see. So it, it looks like the whole debt exchange has become an iterative process. And you could say that could be good in the sense that initially they came up with only four types of bonds to replace all the bonds. Now they've increased it to 12. They've also made a few minor changes. In fact, they sent out a release, which I didn't know if you guys read, which explained some of the different things they were going to do. I don't know whether that's enough. What tends to happen is that in Ghana, because everybody's trying to fight for their own corner, it doesn't really... I mean, I feel, for example, <clears throat> organized labor should come together, mm-hmm. meet with the pension uh, funds, funds, all right? The bondholders that senior has brought together as well, together, 
to then come and discuss collectively how they feel the debt exchange should be, be, be changed. But if everybody is fighting from their own corner, government can give a little here, give a little there, and at the end we all suffer. That's what, I, that, that's what is happening. So they'll say, okay, uh, insurance, you said you wanted to be exempt. We can't exempt you because insurance is very critical, but we'll do one or two things for you. Then the, uh, some uh, investment bank said, oh, the terms of the four bonds you are giving, they are not nice because the yield curve is not, it's too flat. Then they'll say, okay, we will increase it from four to 12. So we'll, we'll, we'll give you something small there. Okay. Then the pensioners will say something. Then you give them something small there. At the end of the day, the overall effect of the debt exchange is that all of us are impoverished and our money has been impaired. So I, I think there should probably be a big conference on the debt exchange or some forum where we can speak and sing from the same hymn sheet. The way we are doing this is not, it's, it's almost like you have five kids in the house and you, you, your, your, your father wants to cut down meals in mm -hmm. a day or he wants to slash the budget drastically. And then everybody's fighting for different interests because she wants a new bicycle. So the man will say, I'll give you the bike, but we'll reduce the meals from two to two times a day. Kojo wants to eat a lot of food, but he doesn't like a bike. So the man will use the, in, he, he will play the groups against each, each other. other. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we are all collectively worse. So I feel the, the kind of group that Mr. Jose has put together is a very important group. A lot of people should join and then they should come up with concrete proposals. And Mr. Hose's group made about three concrete proposals. They said, if you're an individual bondholder, reject it. If you are part of a collective investment scheme or mutual fund, tell your, tell your fund your manager, manager that too. no. And then government should come back to the drawing board and meet all of us. I think that's very wonderful. All right. So Mr. Nanyanchi and all those guys should come together with these guys to make more concrete demands. Because from the way I see it, the details of the new... Um, proposals are not even easy to explain to educated people i mean if you like where's the document if let me read and ask if anybody here understands those things <laughs> you know so i don't think this is going well I, okay i like the fact that people are are coming out to make noise now. but i'm not sure we will achieve anything mm. or they will achieve anything if they keep working in this mm. disconcerted fashion mm. so maybe we can come back to that okay. later on we'll get back to it in, in a brief moment but coming up next is your money of course what we are discussing is your money your money exactly. is brought to you by cvg cvg we stand with you all right Bernard? So the era of cheap money is over. Mm. The era of <laughs> passive income is over. Mm. And it will be over for at least five years. Mm. Probably two years. Mm. So talk to people who understand the real sector about what you can do with your money. Whether it's to get an Uber, buy a land in Dodoa, pay somebody school fees. But the era of passive income where you just go and put money somewhere and go and sleep and your money will work for you mm. is well and truly over for a while. So start thinking of... In fact, that there's, this what I'm saying to you is the last topic on the Effective Living series. The last topic we'll discuss on the next... The last Thursday, it was this topic. So I, what I'm saying is very serious. The era of cheap money is over. So where they say, oh, let your money work for you, go and put your money in Ghana, it will not work for you again. Go and look for a land to buy go and start a business, go and invest in some other e-business. But just going to put your money somewhere, they'll go and buy government bond, money, no, 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 that's in the NJEB. 
for now. At least I don't know, at least three to four years. Mm. So that was your money brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Your comments are coming through on 0549-986-996. Try and go through uh, them before the show ends. But yes, let's let's um, go through some of the things that have been uh, put out, yes, amended. In the last 24 hours or so, in the last few hours, government has put out some communication just explaining a few changes um, in terms of who is in and who's not in. Or who's taking part in the domestic debt exchange program? Bernard, maybe you can help yeah, us. So, you know, what I was saying, because everybody is acting in their own self-interest, which is not necessarily wrong, mm-hmm. the government is giving everybody peace, 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 peace. And I see my, 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 my assessment of the situation is that we'll all be worse off even with these amended mm-hmm. terms. Mm-hmm. If there isn't a more broad-based forum of engagement. Why do I say this? Initially, when the bond <coughs> debt exchange program was announced, Individual bondholders were not part, and we're like, ah, based on our calculation, individual bondholders are more wealthy. So the government is trying to protect rich people. Of course, that necessarily wasn't true, because the way Ghana's system works, yes, a lot of individual bondholders are wealthy, but there are also some very poor people who are individual bondholders. So the government says, okay, we are not inviting individual bondholders to join. All right. Now that announcement <clears throat> has is what has led Mr. Edwin and Entry and Senyo and Co to also rise up and say, no, we won't agree. <laughs> yes, we won't agree. So. <clears throat> I don't, think, I don't think civil society, media, and all the interested groups have considered all things and have come up with a net overall effect. So the government says, okay, I'll include individual bondholders. But we include individual bondholders because they initially we only give four bonds that we'll give you. But now we've increased them to 12. And those 12 are so nuanced that everybody will benefit. I don't know if anybody has done the numbers to say whether that makes us worse off or better off. So that's the first problem. So now they are saying... Old bonds usually have a much more limited liquidity and lower market value after an exchange program than the new bonds. 
This is why the government wants to offer individual investors the opportunity to participate. In addition, the economic terms of the amended invitation of the exchange are improved. We don't know what that means in actual detail. That's just nice English. Then they also said, oh, accrued interest will be paid in a capitalized form. So the government says they've decided to proceed with paying interest accrued up to 24th January 2023 to all eligible holders. You know, initially they were saying that only people who held bonds up to December last year would be paid. Be paid. But now they've said that they'll add they'll, up to 24th January, you will be paid. Mm. So that's a sort of small improvement. So does it mean that, for example, this interest that will be paid, this interest from, say, the bond that I held in previous years, so yes. interest that was due me. Yes, okay. but now the expiry date is 23rd, 24th okay. January and not December okay. last year, which was the initial mm -hmm. announcement. Then they also said, as part of the changes, participating holders of the 2023 bonds will receive a 2% cash fee okay for what that's worth i'm sure the larger your portfolio the better yes, for the, you the, the those who have too much money but i think the main change is that the four bonds that were announced that mm -hmm. 2027 2029 2032 that that thing they now they said it's now 12, 12 bonds okay so let so me the 17 there. previous bonds were collapsed into four now they've, now they've been expanded to 12. brilliant mm -hmm. now it says there are 12 new bonds in the amended <clears> exchange <throat> instead of four with a new coupon rate and structure. Coupon rate interest mm -hmm. payment. Investors indicated a preference for having more numerous bonds with standard bullet bonds instead of fewer, larger, and more liquid bonds. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to explain this. The previous structure had fewer bonds, yes, four. According to the government, that was more liquid. I'm not sure I can agree with that, but they were saying... They will pay 5% for the first batch, 10%, 10% into 2039 or something. Now, according to government, that was more liquid than this 12. Okay? Now, I wanted to go into the structure of the 12. I don't think we have time. So now they've broken the new bonds into 2027, 2028. So, let me make it easy. If you held a government of Ghana bond, mm -hmm. which was maturing up until 23rd, January 24, mm -hmm. 2023. Now, your first payment will be in 2027. Hmm. So, that's how many years? Four years away from today. Mm -hmm. At which interest rate? I think good, good question. It's, which is to push it forward instead of, you know. So, the maturity date for the earliest people to receive their money will be 24 January 2027. Charlie. Okay. 2027. Yes. The interest structure is that up until... If you want to take the money in 2024, still no interest will be paid. But if you will take your money from 24th January 2024 to 23rd January 2025, you get 5% interest. No matter what interest the, the government had of, or had given you when you the bought that. The new interest is 5%. Good. Then, if your maturity is between 2025 to the maturity of 2027, you get 9%. Okay, so that's for the 2027 bonds. Okay. Now, when you put all the bonds together... The 2027 bonds are 15% of the bonds. Remember initially it was 17, something, something, something. Now it's 15%. Okay. Now, the next group of bonds is 2028 mm. with a similar structure. Just that when your maturity is in the last group, it's 9.5%. So basically, they are now fleshing out the yield curve. Initially, I just said 0, 5, 10, 10. Now they are saying 9. 
So you get some money in 2028, 2029, 2030, 2031. And these are, you know, we are in 2023. Three. So, by which time? Okay. Now, 2038. Which is 15 years from now. Mm-hmm. Good. So, how old are you now? You are 40. Old enough. <laughs> old enough. <laughs> so, by the time you are like 55. You'll be 55. <laughs> how old is your daughter? <laughs> that is 12 or 11 or something. Is it 11? I'm sorry, I'm asking. I'm putting on the spot. So, she'll probably be getting ready to get married hmm. because she's 11 now or 12. Hmm. If you add 15 to her age, 26. So, she probably finish MIT. Mm-hmm. And she or she's finished HSC or Legon or something, engineering. And she's probably an architect. And she's going to get married. And you are <laughs> you are a fucking old man. You are old man. You are no pa- I, I, no, I, I use that, that in the gun. No, that no, 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 so you are 20. You are I mean, we, 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 we didn't mean to offend people's sensitivity. Yeah, no, That's some how people, yeah, they get it. In the cement experience. Yeah. Yeah. They say, I don't want to grow up to grab a fucking old man. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not, not something. Yeah. So, Sky, you are 55. <laughs> you come, Charlie. So, the last batch of your money, you know. So, let's hope your daughter has finished the university. And she's done her national service. She's done her law. And she's now going to do her whatever. When you are going to give her a hand in marriage, you know. That's when the last batch will be paid. Mm. And the interest, <laughs> the interest will be ten percent, ten percent of the money. But, but meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, all this grasha will be paid when they finish the fund. <laughs> but, but I, I have a question. So, have a question. so what I'm saying is that now the thing has been broken down into less liquid, but more varied bonds. The reason I'm not sure what to make of this is that I have not done the numbers. Those who were proposing for change in the terms should come and tell us whether this 12 is better than the 4. Because at least the 4 we could track. I feel they're saying in the 4, it was too rigid and there were too many gaps. But at least this one, every year there's something. Do you get it? So in the first one, you get something in 2027, then you don't get something until 2029, then 2032. But this one, they are giving you something every year, something small every mm-hmm. year. Okay, so for those of you who need your money, something small is better. But those of you who need your money in bulk, it's not, it'll not be good. Yeah. Now, so that's the, the major mm-hmm. change we are yeah. seeing here. I have a question though. If you go yeah. further down, mm-hmm. um, I see a graph, a series of bar charts. I'm trying to open it again, yeah. That, that reflect or mm-hmm. that talk about interest versus principal so i just want to ask so in all of this mm-hmm. do principles get affected at any point i'm just asking for the common man out there who has this on their mind mm-hmm. uh you're looking at the implied debt service schedule for an educative thousand city exchange okay so the the principal payment is flat it's flat and then the interest payments reduce as we go mm-hmm. closer to the end of the exchange program for eligible 2023 bonds but for post 2023 bonds as well the principal payment reduces by only marginally and the interest rate also comes down mm-hmm. um i think we need to call some archest again to explain what the intention is with these new bonds mm-hmm. you know this statement came out yesterday 
and I haven't reflected fully on it, so I don't want to make any wrong judgment. But what I can say, two things I can say is number one, they are, this is more, this has more variety, so you will get more frequent payments, payments than yeah. the initial one. But the government says this one is less liquid, and I don't, and I'm not sure I understand what they mean by that. So I'm, mm. I stand to be corrected. I, I, I need to explain. The only thing I'll say though is that whether it's the twelve or the four. One of the things we have not considered is that the whole debt exchange program is going to lead to lower than anticipated economic growth. We are going to enter a period of economic decline because of the debt exchange program. Because a lot of post disposable incomes mm -hmm. are going to be taken away from them. It means that consumption spending is going to go down. Mm -hmm. It means that a lot of companies will not get the revenue they need. It means that the taxes they pay will be lower. It means that government ex ex uh, revenue, revenue targets will be lower. Will be lower yes. So, inevitably, what Godfrey and Sky were asking government to do, cutting expenditure, they'll be forced, they'll be forced, to, forced do to still do it because the debt exchange program, from all analysis we've seen, is going to lead to suppressed economic activity. Because most people, for example, you gave an example of a lady you met. Mm -hmm. the, her school fees, or the, the example you gave yesterday, if you, if you pay the school fees that TIS and SOS and co pay, Maybe you have some, some big money. You want to put it in a, an institution. And the interest that accrues is what you used to pay those fees. So as, as so long as this debt exchange program has been implemented, you can't pay those fees anymore. It means the school will not get access to the school fees. The school revenue will go down. So you can use that to say there's going to be a reduction in economic activity. So the economy is going to suffer. Mm -hmm. Now you already have inflation that is expected to peak at the end of the first quarter of next year. So you're going to have... Of this, of this year. So you have a rising inflation... You have lower growth, all right? So the government revenue target is going to be much lower. <clears throat> so it will still be forced to cut down expenditure. Do you follow what I'm saying? Then, as I said, the era of cheap money, a lot of industries are going to be decimated. Now, when I say um, the era of cheap money is over, it's not just a Ghana phenomenon. It's a global phenomenon. In the U.S., the U.S. stock market performed its worst since 2008. I'm looking at the Ghana Stock Exchange as well. Our stock exchange is almost is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Look at GSC highlights for the year. The all share composite index year to date changes negative thirteen percent. The financial stock index negative almost five percent. Mm -hmm. Market capitalization has grew by zero point zero two percent compared to last year. So domestic capitalization reduced by ten percent. Mm -hmm. The stock exchange, which is one place where people get money. Mm -hmm. So usually when you want to invest money, you go stocks or bonds. bonds. Stock exchange is down. Yeah. All right. Bonds. Globally, even though bond market didn't do well, because of some of the challenges developing countries are facing, bonds are offering higher yields. So foreign in advanced countries, they can take refuge in bonds, but not in Ghana. Because of the damage the debt exchange program is going to do to government as a, 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 a borrower, the bond market is also a no-no. Mm -hmm. So Wealthy people initially would have put their money in the stocks. Stock market is not performing. They would have gone to buy government bond. They will not buy. Crypto, which we made a lot of noise about. Globally, crypto markets fell by over 70%. There's this scandal on some major crypto guys. Mm -hmm, yes. So crypto is even struggling. U.S. housing market, it declined. All right? They, they use this uh, metric of new houses. It fell from one million to six hundred thousand. If you come to Ghana, if you take the Bank of Ghana, um, uh, the latest Bank of Ghana report, third quarter of twenty twenty two, 
There's a certain proxy you can use to look at the Ghana housing market, cement sales. So there are about four charts they use, okay, in sort of analyzing, and can give me a two seconds, in analyzing the growth of certain sectors. Cement sales came down, right? By a cement sales. I want to go to the document for you. Just give me two seconds. There's a document I have. So the, um, the, the Bank of Ghana's uh, own report, give me, a, give me a minute. It's called the, um, good. It's called the Monetary Policy Report for November. The Monetary Policy Report for November gives you about six metrics of economic activity. That tells you whether the economy is going forward or going backwards. All right. Now, let me mention those, and then I'll tell you where they are headed. And I just use that to tell you that stocks are down, bonds, bonds are, are down, down, housing is also down. So I'm, I'm trying to say that the economy is going to really struggle. Just give me two seconds. Uh, where are these indicators? So, uh, yes. Cement sales peaked in November 2021, since September 2020. And they've come down significantly from about 400,000 tons to 250,000 tons. Cement sales. Now, we drive around and say people are building, mm -hmm. but that's anecdotal. If you want to know whether the housing market is going up or not, yes, cement sales have come down from 400,000 tons to 250,000 tons. So even though people are building houses at Chadu, the rate at which they are building is lower. Okay. Port activity. September 20... In fact, the peak over the two-year period was in May 2021. 75,000 um, container traffic. It has come down to 52,000. September 2022. So again, from a peak of 75,000. So container activity talks about imports. Imports, yes. It's come down. Um, what else has come down? Retail sales has come down drastically. <laughs> All right? VAT collection has come down. The only thing in the period that has gone up is tourist arrivals. Tourist arrivals went up. I'm, I'm using Bank of Ghana data. All right. Now, what am I trying to say here? Job adverts even came down. They, there's something they call job adverts. All right. Although something they call domestic money banks credit to private sector went up. The major indicators of economic activity have all, are all pointing no, southwards. Okay. So your stock market is not working. Your bond market is being damaged. Your housing market and your housing sector is not responding. Crypto globally is coming mm -hmm. down. So, in, we've said Ghana has a low savings mobilization rate. People are poor because we don't invest a lot. It's going to get worse. Unless we find alternative <laughs> ways of investing, whether buying land, whether mm -hmm. starting an Uber business or starting a restaurant or chop bar. The good news is that when you look at the tourist arrivals, it tells you that Ghana's hope, is actually Service. in services. So like you have events, these things that they did, Afrochella and all these things. Because there are two ways of getting foreign currency. You can get foreign currency by manufacturing phones, manufacturing shoes and exporting them and getting the, or selling cocoa mm -hmm. and gold raw or having visitors come to your country and spending foreign currency here. So if you look at Ghana's economy, the light at the end of the tunnel could be tourist arrivals and the event economy. Because there's no way you're going to manufacture shoes better than the Chinese. You're not going to manufacture cars better than the Germans. Even food. 
the Vietnamese and the Thai Taiwanese can can do the rice better than you. Mm -hmm. You get me? The only thing they can do is that they cannot replicate the experience you have mm -hmm. in people coming here to come and see what you do. Which is why, if you look at the way we treat our tourism sector, it even tells us that we don't even, we don't, understand, we don't even understand our way out value. of this. You get me? So when you listen to what the people are saying, oh, we are going to do value added, competitive issues globally, we probably, tourism may be our best bet. So people are putting up Airbnbs. Today I was driving to work, I saw somebody saying they can rent an apartment for $455 a week. Maybe that's where the money will come from. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that we are going to be entering very difficult economic times as a country. A lot of what the government is doing is that it is kicking the can down the hill. Basically because what they are, whoever wins the 2024 election is going to be in a lot of trouble. Because a lot of our debts are due in 2025, the first quarter. And you are going to put all these payments... So it's basically saying, we can't pay the money now. Whoever wins the election 2024, you go and think of what to do. Okay, and as I've said, all your revenues will come down because the debt exchange is going to suppress your growth and your inflation is going to go up as well. Okay, so I think the point people are making about now cutting down some of the profligacy, we need more detailed cuts now. Okay, like the kind of things we're saying about the cathedral, the kind of things we're saying about their like minister sizes, the coupons, travel. The, those are the things that you need to do because so it's not even future, it's now. If you don't do it now, you get me? Because what they are doing is basically saying, we there will free up the space now to let numbers look better. Then when we hand over, then whoever wins can think of what to do. And I don't think that's right. Which is why I feel this, this requires a national conversation. This is not just an MPP problem. Not. Otherwise, they will kick this can down your throat. Mm. And in the next six years, you're going to be in a lot of pain. Not. You know? There is no doubt in my mind that this government has become stoic like it is not feeling anything like it is it is like it's just sitting there and things are happening around it oh, let me sorry let me ask something so fuel sales also came down so i was telling you skills. fuel sales in all when you check the mpas figures as well fuel sales also came down so everything is pointing yeah, down. down. Yeah, that's right. We only hope, though, because this data, sorry, I catch you, this data I gave you is up to September 2022. We are hoping that the Christmas would have changed the trend. But if you look at the inflation trend and the interest rate trend, all things have actually continued in their negative fashion into 2023. What more evidence I'm do going. you need that things are so bad what more evidence is there to, to point to the fact that things are so bad? Oh, sorry. And, and vehicle registration also came down. <laughs> sorry. Vehicle registration also came down. I'm getting more filler. I'm sorry. Vehicle registration also came down. I'm trying to tell you that and business confidence also came down. Consumer confidence also came down. And what else came down? Yeah. Everything came down. So the only, the, only the people coming to Ghana have, have increased. You see, when, when you look at it on all fronts, yeah. We are in a mess. Like, people are struggling. Go to the streets of, you know, Makola. You feel the hardship there because people no longer use disposable income to hand out to people, as Bernard was saying. Yeah. There's no free cash. So, the person who will give some, maybe workers have come to work for him, instead of paying 100 Ghana cities, he said, oh, you have come to do so well for me. Take 200 Ghana which is felt in the streets, the people are not feeling it. 
And my concern is, if as a government you came to power with the promise that look, yetisikasu and akomudiye, we will come and make you better off. My position is, when people find themselves in this mess as a result of government action or inaction, as the case may be, you should see a responsible government responding to the applied. And it should be on a daily basis. This is what we are doing. When COVID came, and because all the headlines, oh, in terms of BBC, CNN, they were quoting Ghana, oh, Ghana's president has said this, oh, the information minister has said this. For the optics, they were there, out there, every single day, giving us updates on what they were doing. Of course, the goodwill came, the money came. <laughs> as we speak, we have not been able to account properly as to how we expended the money. Parliament is still fighting to get an update on how we expended those resources. Here we are. People lost money under uh, DKM. People lost money in the banks, banking sector reforms which was men's gold which was through no fault of well, many some of, some of which was through the fault of <laughs> no i understand <laughs> you know men's some gold was through their fault yeah you know the men's gold one was through their own one is the one that's through no fault of this mm-hmm. and then that one is the worst you see so people lost money i mean because we have been encouraging people to take their money to the banks yeah and that's what Bawi Redu or Safo Mafo of old were doing edwan anienchi was saying when Asani was that he spent his whole life Telling people, telling people to send, to, money, to send money and save in this traditional so it's damaged a whole generation yes. of investment it, it so sky for, for me two things or not to cut you see what what you're saying is that the government's approach should be different and i'm also saying that the citizens should also work together more effectively because the government can argue that I'm responding to you because the debt exchange has gone through about three iterations. They are not. They are. They, see, they've, they've, done, they've done a few things. It's, so, it's not about so, just going see, to sit in some small room with like your own numbers and throw it out at the people. You're you not getting me. I'm saying that, mm-hmm. you see, the way the, the, the thing works is that the government put out their intention. Different groups came out and said they oppose it. The ones who can shout the loudest, who can hold government where it hurts the most, got some exemptions the rest of us who don't have a voice didn't get an exemption i'm coming i'm saying that the government can play different groups against each other to get its way if because there's a lot of public discussions around it. we hosted a, a, a tv show for four hours mm-hmm. where we discussed the debt exchange in great detail mm-hmm. there have been things published about the debt exchange in the newspapers which have shown that there are so many things that need to be done what i'm saying is that we should push for a national conversation or some conference Bernard, we said this thing like what four weeks ago because from, i'm saying that from everything we've said that's probably the most sensible thing to push for it, Bernard, if, because uh, government mm-hmm. there's the government is not going to stop the debt exchange that one is not they will not stop it mm-hmm. unless the debt exchange feels so miserably then the imf program will not go through so i am saying that what can happen realistically is for a, a concerted conversation around the major bullet points on the debt exchange. You see, Bernard, that is where government attitude comes in. Look, you and I were on this show when, under the Mahama administration, things got so bad and the choice was, look, where do we turn to? Mm-hmm. Let's turn to the Bretton Woods institutions. Mm-hmm. On this particular show, yeah. we hit, hit, hit. What did the government do? 
they announced that they were holding a central forum, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and they that, went to IMF. Exactly. That was validate, to take on board. Validate. Exactly. That was very good, actually. What is this government doing? They've been they've been intransigent, and in fact, the, the article in the Graphic Business yesterday that asked whether Nigeria was going to go Kenya or Ghana okay. is very clear. So Kenyan pre uh, presidential candidate promised a lot of things. Immediately won the election, realized that he had to cut down government, he had to stop a lot of vanity projects, and he had to Take go to the IMF. The we did the exact opposite. We said we're not going to go to IMF. We said all our flagship uh, programs will not be touched. Do you get me? And we decided to just continue with our expenditure. We made some tokenistic cuts. So. And, and the problem, as you are saying, that government's decisions are worsening our situation. And the solution they're proposing doesn't seem to take cognizance of the fact that they are the guys who caused the mess in the first place. And I'm saying that from our side, if we keep going around, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that, without coming together under one broad umbrella to make concrete demands which will affect all of us. Like, I think Senjo's group is very fantastic. They've said, look, number one, all individual bondholders, don't accept it. Number two, if you are part of any scheme, tell your manager that don't accept it. Yes. Do you get me? But so, but if you tag jumbo go and say something, this person say something. If we go about it that way, this is what will happen. They will say, oh, we've increased the thing from four to ten. We've done that. By the time you know, two or three people go. I tell them once three or four groups go and they start agreeing, they will go on with it. So there has to be. I think civil society should push for a conversation like the Sinti type, where or or if not. Let the debt exchange fail and force the government to come. So the alternative could be when nobody takes it up. Because from Dummy's analysis, you can't force you people. Can't force if people. people don't take it up and it fails, then they'll be forced to come back and say, okay, maybe let's have a conversation with everybody. Maybe that's the solution. Mm. But so long as people will go and sit in the room with the government quietly, they'll give them their 2% uh, that they want and then they'll go out and keep quiet, then we are all going to suffer. So that's the way I see it. You're listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll get to today's um, episode of the Effective Living series in a bit. Your messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. But Heritage Christian College is at Amasamandia behind the Olympic Stadium. They are affiliated to KNUSC and accredited by GTEC. They are offering BBA programs, BSc Information Technology, Bachelor of Theology, tutorials for professional programs and media and IT short courses. Um, they've got scholarships, they've got great faculty, and they've got one student, one laptop policy. You can go, get in touch with them on 547 or 202 And you can visit their website, hcuc.edu.gh, to apply Heritage Christian College, offering world-class university education and training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders. Now, are you getting good insights from your data for decision-making? Join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time, and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools microsoft excel and power bi finex skills have been offering hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in excel for work data analytics and financial modeling to help you improve productivity at the office register now at finexskillshub.com or call 0244-782-356 to sign up for their corporate and individual training sessions finex skills hub learn connect grow still listening to the city breakfast show we'll take a very quick break when we come back it's um, day four of week two of our effective living series 2023 the city breakfast show rise above the noise
Welcome. It's day four of week two of our Effective Living series. And this week we are talking emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023. This morning, Benadavla will be speaking with Dr. Emmanuel Hobson on transforming your emotional health. Transforming your emotional health. And it's part of our Effective Living series brought to us by Enterprise Insurance and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. So let's get into that conversation with Dr. Emmanuel Hobson on transforming your emotional health. Welcome to another edition of your honest series for the Effective Living Series 2023 on the theme 2023 Starter Pack. My name is Bernard Avle. This week, we're focusing on emotional and mental health imperatives. And we're wrapping up the week with a conversation around managing or improving your emotional health or reinventing your emotional health. My guest is Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, who's a certified counseling psychologist. He's also an ADR and conflict resolution expert. He's a member of the Farm Life team on City FM. Every Saturday morning, he's on. Doc, great to have you. Great to have you. Too. How are you great doing? Great to be here. Great. Transforming your emotional health is the topic I've given you. Okay. But just tell us what you do. You, you, you are a counseling psychologist. I haven't really heard that. I hear of counselors, I hear of psychologists. I didn't know they were the same thing. Okay. You are a counselor and you are also a psychologist. So, a blend of counseling and psychology. Mm -hmm. Because they do same thing, but at a point they are also uh, working on different things at the same time. So putting it together, counseling psychology, because that engages a broader perspective of dealing with psycho-emotional and therapeutic issues. And you also do conflict resolution? Yes. And you are an ADR, as well as ADR? Um, conflict resolution, ADR is alternative dispute resolution. Okay. So... I'm a conflict expert and alternative dispute resolution uh, uh, expert. And I lecture at the School of Law, okay. University of Ghana, ADR, ADR so at, the master's, of the at the master's adversarial program. legal litigation, yeah. there are things like um, mediation, mediation, conciliation, uh, mediation, arbitration, which is called MEDAP. And God being so good, I developed the methodology called a counselment approach as a well. Counselment approach. approach, which is wow. a hybrid of counseling and mediation, which wow. looks at the human psychology in conflict situations. Because most of the time, the traditional approach to conflict resolution always deal with the substantive issues, forgetting about the human factor behind the situations and the issues they are dealing with. So having research into how the human factor, the human psyche, the human psychology, the human emotion bear on our day-to-day living and that also influences our interpersonal relationship because our interpersonal relationships is largely dependent on our intrapersonal relationship so if you want to deal with conflict interpersonally and you ignore what the individual is going through intrapersonally and you want to resolve it not from a litigation point of view but from an amicable resolution perspective then these emotions also need to be 
appreciated. I see. So we're talking about transforming your emotional health. Yeah. And um, when we talk about emotional health, what are we talking about? Talking about emotional health, first of all, I want to look at it from the human perspective okay. primarily. Mm -hmm. Because as human beings, those of us who believe in the trichotomy kind of mm -hmm. theory, mm -hmm. which means that the human being is a spirit mm -hmm. having a soul mm -hmm. and living in a body. Mm -hmm. And when you take this trichotomy into consideration, you realize that the human person in the inside mm -hmm. is rather the person's emotion, mm -hmm. the person's mind, mm -hmm. and the person's will. Mm -hmm. So it means that the person in the inside, between the spirit and the soul, is what you find the mind, the will, and then the emotion of the person, which to me forms a larger part of the person which is about 85% of the person. As for the body, it's just about 15%. Wow. So the person we are talking about, who go through the various challenges and difficulties, which also define his life and environment, is about 85% in the inside, which is the mind, the will, and then the emotion. Mm -hmm. So you cannot separate the will the mind and the emotion from the person and still get the person. Well, the problem we have most of the time is that should anything happen to the body, mm -hmm. maybe I have a fracture. I'll be put in POP. So people will appreciate that this is the fracture I have. But what about if the person in the inside is fractured? What about if the emotion is fractured? What about if the person's mind is underestimated, not taken into consideration? What about the person's will mm. is trumpeted upon? Mm. What about the person's emotion being abused in the inside? So certainly, in a interpersonal relationships, we need to understand the role our emotion play in mm. the general perspective of taking human beings into consideration. So in transforming one's emotional health, what are we talking about? We say we want to transform your emotional health. What are we saying? We are talking about how to look at the contributive factors mm -hmm. to your emotion mm -hmm. and how to look at them to become well-balanced and healthy. Okay. Because there are a lot of things that contribute to your emotional status, okay. which also will include maybe number one, your person type. Okay. Then number two, have psychoclinical issues, which are biological, mm -hmm. which is also looking at the various hormonal exchanges and their contributive factors. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. first we look at you, the person, your formation, mm -hmm. your makeup, your proclivities, mm -hmm. your idiosyncratical responses. Mm -hmm. From your intrapersonal perspective, what you are made up for. And how do you operate as a person before you were born? So when you were born also, you go through different kind of stages to become who you are today. You go through parental upbringing. You go through environmental contributing factors, including the school you attend, the subject you study, the role models you have seen in your life, how you have been brought up, the people who contributed into your life in one way or the other, even the friends you make. Then we talk about the geographical location. And then also, that also influences your life and who you are becoming. Then we talk about your life experiences, what you have gone through. Have you received enough love? 
have you been appreciated in life what are some of the challenges you have gone through in life in these things we develop different kind of coping mechanism in order to stay afloat so if you go through some of these challenges and possibly have developed some kind of coping mechanism and maybe these coping mechanisms are not very adaptive mm -hmm. and you just use them in order to cope with a situation and once they have been rewarded you can keep them as a tradition then that becomes a pattern of your life and then as if it's not enough then you get to a stage where you want to develop your personality because you want to prove and show how people should appreciate you. So with that one, it's not even realistic. Most of the time, it feels like a mask because you want to perceive how will I want to be accepted? How will I want to be appreciated? Then you put yourself in that kind of mood. So actually, talking about emotional health, these are some of the things that you have to look at and to know how to manage yourself. And that is why emotional issues are very complex mm. because they define how you define yourself, how you interpret your world, how you define other people, and mm. how you relate with them brilliant this is the effective living series my guest is dr Emmanuel hobson and today we're talking about transforming your emotional health and a lot of things to work through the intrapersonal determining the interpersonal and also man being a triune or tripartite being and the interplay and he also says the uh, the emotions and the spirit probably are a larger part of the person than the physical that we see and then also it talks about how to identify and recognize your emotions based on all of those things so, so doc when we say somebody understands their emotions yes what does it mean how does a person get to understand their own emotions the first thing for the person to understand his or her emotion is to understand themselves mm. first okay which is their makeup mm. i remember I was reading something about Miles Moreau's explanation, and he was saying that the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but the greatest tragedy is to be on this earth without really knowing who you are until you pass away. There is one program in the Kofi, at the Kofiana Peace Center which we always write on, mm. is a ten paper that mm. students write on most mm. of the time. We say who am I? Mm. If you ask somebody who you are or who are you, the most important thing they will talk about is their name, where they come from, the work they do, and the rest will be the achievements they have made in life. Unfortunately, that is not you. The you in the you is the ability to appreciate your strength, your weaknesses, and how you interchangeably work out to mitigate the weaknesses and maximize the strength, and which also help you to be able to interrelate with others and then also impact your life, impact others, and impact society. Mm. So lacking your self-knowledge mm -hmm. is the greatest... Um, uh, um, challenge you will have as a person. Mm. So to be able to deal with your emotional health, you start first of all with identifying who. But how you are. soon or how early in a person's life do they get in touch with their emotions? They get in touch with their emotion right from childhood. Mm. 
the problem is that as children mm. they don't have the language to explain the kind of emotion they are going through but that doesn't mean that they don't go through what they are going through it's only that they don't have the expression because a child cannot tell you i'm feeling irritated i am paranoid i am angry i am afraid i am anxious i don't know how i am feeling children cannot do cannot mm -hmm. say that mm -hmm. but yet they are going through something they cannot explain it mm -hmm. so from childhood yes we go through certain emotional states. And then from when we are growing up, then we begin to put name and begin to link the emotion we go through with our everyday language with which we can express it. And Bernard, it is not only expressing it in language, but in your demeanor. That is why most of the emotional expressions can be seen in the person's <coughs> facial expression, the person's um, non-verbal uh, communication mm -hmm. and all that. You can see when somebody is sad through the person's face and you mm -hmm. ask, what is going on with you? You can see the person's face, you see the person is angry. What makes you know that the person is angry? It is because of an expression that the person has put up on his face or in his demeanor or the way he go about things. So we know our emotions from childhood mm -hmm. but we don't know how to explain it mm -hmm. but later on in life we are able to link it with this and even when we become adults we still are learning mm -hmm. how to link some emotions mm -hmm. to language or wording that can explain them i spoke to dr delali fiagbe on i think tuesday mm -hmm. and he was saying there's the biological the psychological and the social dimension mm -hmm. of mental and emotional health so mm -hmm. basically saying some of the issues are biological he mm -hmm. said for example if you don't have enough dopamine in your system mm -hmm. it can affect your enjoyment of certain things mm -hmm. then he talks about how the society mm -hmm. and social interaction can also affect the person's emotions mm -hmm. and then it also talks about thinking parts. i don't know if you can just make any comment on that the biological dimensions of this the mm -hmm. fact that some of it are just chemicals mm -hmm. and the fact that some of these are just interactions with society mm -hmm. and some of it is happening within between your ears mm -hmm. yeah they are all interrelated mm -hmm. but what happens most of the time you know our emotions are much developed by our limbic system from a biological point of view and there are a series of chemicals who also influences our mood when mm -hmm. we are talking about mm -hmm. emotion then we are also mm -hmm. talking about the interpersonal uh, relationship with our environment which also contribute to that so these three perspectives will let somebody know what kind of emotion the person is going through and even to be able to give interpretation to it in the first place mm -hmm. now when we talk about the chemical dimension or we call it neurotransmitters which also help our hormones to influence our mood because the mood is derived from our hormones and the hormones is derived from our limbic system which is our mind or our brain now let's say that the person intrapersonally is already prone to anger mm. so certainly the person will secrete certain hormones more mm. than certain hormones and certain hormones will react in the persons much more differently and higher dose than others there's somebody who is already prone to 
joy, happiness, laughter, and all that. So the kind of chemicals that will also associate with the person's mood and also trigger some kind of emotional expressions will also be different. And then somebody who is not bothered about anything is also has different kind of chemicals that are secreted. So there are certain type of people that are prone for certain level of hormones to be secreted much more than the others. Mm -hmm. However, the three parts contribute so much into explaining and expressing the individual's emotion. That is why you cannot just gen uh, generically and group emotional issues to suit everybody. Mm. Mm. Because individuals are different what they go through are different. Even the social construct that mm. we are talking about, mm -hmm. the interpretation of the individual may be different from one person's interpretation, even though the event may be the same. And the interpretation may be coming from the individual's past, present, and how he's interpreting his future. Mm. It may even come from the person's value system. Mm. It can even come from the person's culture and the person's uh, geographical um, contributive factors to who the person has become. Is there anything as optimal emotion mm -hmm. makeup? Or when we say somebody's in good emotional health, mm -hmm. what does it mean? Can you give me an example? Okay. To be in a good emotional health is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Number one, is the person able to observe mm -hmm. how he feels and has been able to identify mm -hmm. whether he's in a good mood or in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. It means the person has foreknowledge mm -hmm. about his makeup and how he functions. And then secondly, be able to be comfortable with other people. There are some people, because they are not comfortable with themselves, it is very difficult to be comfortable with other people. Gone are those days when we say that the person is in a good mental health or good uh, emotional state. Should be the person should be have absence of mental disease. Mm. Then we think the person is mentally or emotionally healthy. But now the definition has gone far beyond that. It is absence of the mental disease, mm -hmm. ability to manage your life, mm -hmm. ability to go through hazards and bustles of life, mm -hmm. ability to cope with challenges and difficulties of life, mm -hmm. and then maintain balance amidst the challenges. Mm -hmm. And then, not that alone, but contribute to your personal well-being and development and that of society, mm. then you are emotionally balanced. Mm. Which means that you must be comfortable with yourself. Okay. Comfortable with other people. Mm. You must not underestimate yourself or overrate yourself. Mm. You must not try to create an impression which is not true about yourself. You must make sure that you have been able to create an environment that is peaceable to yourself and to others. And then also your interpersonal relationship, because we are relational beings. Mm. You are able to not look at things from your own point of view alone, but also appreciate how others will also feel mm. by the way you are expressing your feeling. Mm. And that is why emotional intelligence or emotional maturity mm -hmm. plays a major role mm. in every aspect of our lives as a leader, 
as a husband, mm. as a wife, mm. as an entrepreneur, mm. as any kind of person you are, mm. to hold any position and be successful in life. Okay. Certainly, you must have emotional maturity. This is still the Effective Immune Series. This is the fourth day of our second week. We're looking at transforming your emotional health. This is part of our emphasis on emotional and mental health for the Effective Living Series. My guest, Dr. Emmanuel Hobson. Doc, maybe help us to appreciate some emotional words because i mean we've been using the word emotion but in my one of my previous speakers talking about the spectrum of emotion mm -hmm. whether we can even give language to emotion mm -hmm. so he was grouping emotions into the glad emotions the sad emotions the bad emotions and then the mad emotions so anger like vexation being on the extreme side uh, sad could be depressed or lonely glad could be excited happy so if you just walk us through the blend of emotions that a healthy person needs because of course you can't be happy all the time so again he also talks about how we don't even have language for some of our emotions so mm -hmm. he did a test he asked me how i felt and i mentioned three or four emotions well well once you have even mentioned the emotion it means that you're in touch with your emotions yes so i don't if you can just walk us through some of the emotions that we need to be aware of and not suppress which then can help us manage them better okay when you talk about emotion and the different kind and types of emotion, mm. research is still going on. Mm -hmm. At a point, mm. we came to 27 different types of emotion right. from six, then from four, okay. from three, then we come to four, then we come to then we come to 12, mm -hmm. then we come to 27, mm -hmm. now we come to 30, okay. now we get to, now we are even looking at some 30,000 and plus kind of thing. 30,000 emotions. Yes, because there are various things that are going on in the human personality, mm. in the human emotion that probably may not have been happening in previous years. And what we take even now, the things we are going through, when you take a young boy or a, a young girl right now, things they know, things are tr triggered in them may not be things that we have gone through in the years past mm. so now there are different ways of redefining mm. renaming mm. and even re uh, what do i say reinforming mm. the way we even approach the way we name some of these things okay so the major ones if for instance you ask somebody if you talk about emotion mm -hmm. when you hear the word emotion what are some of the words that quickly run through your mind? I think the first one that ran through our mind is anger. Yeah. I was thinking, well, yeah. Then the other may be fear. Okay. Then the other may be sadness. Uh -huh. Then we may talk about ex uh, excitement, mm -hmm. happiness, disgust, dissatisfaction, amusement, love. Mm -hmm. We may talk about surprises. Mm -hmm. Being awe. Is mm. also a kind of emotion we go through. Then envy, mm. jealousy, mm. embarrassment, guilt, mm. shame. Mm. You see, there are different kind of emotions. But mm. even if we take anger alone, mm -hmm. we are looking now, they just say anger. And anger, we associate it with the various rush flow of adrenaline and cortisol that will trigger us to take actions mm -hmm. and respond. Mm -hmm. But now, Anger has now also been redefined. Mm. We have about 13 different types of anger when we talk about anger alone. 
You are talking about behavioral anger. You are talking about verbal anger. You are talking about self-inflicted anger. You are talking about retaliatory anger. You are talking about paranoid anger. You are talking about judgmental anger. You are talking about retaliatory anger. So even if you take anger alone out of emotion, tempting dimension of anger. And when you come to therapy to want to deal with anger, and you want to say you are just dealing with the person's anger, then you have failed already as a therapist. You must get to that dimension of continuing education to get to know that mm. if I'm going to be dealing with anger, I need to even <clears throat> first of all understand the type of anger the person is going through. That is the only way I can even identify mm. what are the contributive factors and the cause of that particular anger. Wow. So certainly we have different kind of emotions. Mm. So it is always good first of all, mm. if you know yourself very well, it is very easy Mm -hmm. to know the kind of emotions you are prone to. So when it comes to different kind of difficulties of life and challenges, even in happy moments, the extent to which mm. one person will go, even in happy moments, oh, the extent to which somebody will express excitement will be different from how the other person will express it. Mm. So for instance, you take uh, somebody who is a phlegmatic mm. and is very happy. You buy a new car for a phlegmatic, throw the key at phlegmatic, you will just say, hmm. <laughs> and you get so disappointed. You feel he's not appreciating what you have done for them. But give it to a sanguine person. You see him jumping all over the place, making you know that indeed. And it is not about the person who is even receiving it alone, but the giver. What is the person's predisposition of his person type? To what he is doing and what is the person's expectation so these apart from all these also help us to appreciate how the emotion help you mm. to perceive mm. life mm. and interpret other people mm. because coming to the theory of perception itself an emotional interpretation or triggers to perception is already another big area for us to understand to be able to navigate through its challenges so your closing comments what must people do to transition or get their emotions to work for them properly the first thing i want to say is know yourself mm. Mm. as much as you can try to know yourself okay and i want to um um uh, and treat for those of you out there who want to know yourself mm -hmm. we have the ability we have the technology we have the lab analysis that will help you to know yourself so you will not be just placing yourself in assumption and interpretation of other people so when they ask you who you are you'll be able to tell who exactly you are because that influences your decision your choices and even help you to manage your life you don't want to leave this world without really coming to know who you are mm. so you just trying to be like other people till you die without really coming to know yourself mm -hmm. so when you get in touch we can give you what you have to do in order to get your lab analysis so that you can be so proud of yourself mm. and even your children mm. so you don't struggle to know what your children will do in the future and all that that is just a plus that you can give to yourself as mm. your new year package and then you need to actually question 
your opinions of mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Take responsibility. And also, don't forget to know that life is a process. There may be some good times, and there may also be some bad times. Mm. Many people don't know how to understand the dynamics of life. So they become so fixated. Mm. And once things don't go the way they feel it should go, the first thing is they get disappointed in themselves. There are still some people that can do that to themselves mm -hmm. than other people. Wow. So the ability to know yourself and to be able to appreciate life is a process mm -hmm. helps you. And then also to trust in your abilities. Okay. Learn to improve mm. on yourself. Okay. And then also seek help fantastic and if you are going through a particular emotion mm. don't attack the emotion attack what is going through your mind because your mm. mind mm. is a seed mm. to your emotion i'm sure there's a lot of opportunity we'll be talking about this more in future times yes Dr. Hobson, thank you so much for speaking to us he's been our guest on the fourth and final day of week two of the effective living series where we focused on emotional health transforming your emotional health was our yes. topic thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll be with you next time bye bye That was day four of week two of our effective living series. Bernard Avler was talking to Dr. Emmanuel Hobson on transforming your emotional health. It's part of our emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023. That's our focus for week two of our effective living series. And it was brought to us by Enterprise Insurance and Hallmark Freight Logistics Ghana Limited. We will... Um, We'll be back tomorrow with an omnibus, a wrap of all the things we've discussed this week. So if you missed anything, you can tune in tomorrow on the City Breakfast Show. Like I said, uh, Effective Limits is brought to us by Enterprise, Enterprise Motor Insurance. And uh, we've managed to bring two people from Enterprise Motor Insurance to come and tell us about all the wonderful things they are doing. They have a new product out called the Woodier Womb Motor Insurance Promo. I'm sure you've heard me read the LPMs and all, but yeah, we've brought them in just to give us more detail, more clarity, more understanding. So I have Mark Addison. Mark Addison is Head Marketing and Communications. And I also have Michael Labby. Michael Labby is Head Broker-Led Corporate Distribution. And they are both with Enterprise Insurance. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to, you, year too. to you too. Great, great, great. Uh, Michael, let me start off with you. Uh, just tell us a bit about Enterprise Insurance. I'm sure some people know, some people don't. For those who do not know, what exactly is Enterprise Insurance and what specifically do you do? Thank you. So before I go on, let me say good morning to you once again and to your cherished listeners. Mm -hmm. And thanks for having us. So Enterprise Insurance is the oldest insurance company in Ghana, having been established 
1924. Wow. So next year we are 100 years. And as 100 it is, years. 100 years Amazing. solid. And as it is said, the older the wine, the sweeter it is. Mm -hmm. We are also the leading general insurance company in Ghana, providing various insurance solutions from motor, fire, theft, aviation, marine, cybersecurity, terrorism, and the like. And we come from a great parentage, the Enterprise Group mm -hmm. PLC. Uh, this is a financial services group which mm -hmm. has other subsidiaries in life. So we have Enterprise Life, yeah, we yeah. have Enterprise Trustees, which okay. is into pensions, okay. your tier two, your tier three. We also have enterprise properties, which oh, okay. is into real estate. That I didn't know. <laughs> you, you, you know now. Now you know. And then we have transitions, ah, which is into funeral services. And then last but not the least, we have Acacia Health, okay. which is into health insurance. We have around 15 branches uh, with over 100 agency outlets dotted across the country. We are also the pioneers of the same-day claim payment service okay. in Ghana. We, we started uh, this, and we are noted okay. for being first in a lot of things. So which means if I file my, my claims, yes. I get it processed? Same day. So we have two day. centers, one in Accra at our airport office, mm -hmm. and then another one at our Kumasi office in Kumasi. Mm -hmm. You go there with your claim, minor claims, up to 5,000. You get there, the assessment is done, and everything is sorted. Same day, you get your payment either by Momo wow. or by bank transfer. I see. Well noted. I so see. so that's, that's at least what I can say for now for enterprise insurance about the company. Wonderful, wonderful. Those, those are some lovely things. Mark, let's talk about the, the promo, the Woody Womb promo. Um, what exactly is, is, is that all about? Thank you very much, Nathan. Michael mentioned something very um, important. He said um, enterprise is a first in many things. And the Woody Womb promotion is um, a promotion that is a bit different from what we've been running previously. Okay. Previously, um, within the first quarter of every year, we run a promotion with instant rewards. But this time, what we are doing is we've extended the period mm. beyond quarter one. And so we are going up to June 2023. Mm -hmm. And the promo has two forms of rewards. We have the instant rewards, which is the full coupons, and then we have some nice gift items we give to you when you come in. So anybody who insures their motor vehicle, whether it's a new policy or it's an existing one that you are renewing, you get instantly free full coupon mm -hmm. and nice gift items, and mm -hmm. this depends on the value of your premium. Aside that, what we've introduced this year, which is different and new, is the monthly raffle draw. For the monthly raffle draw, we have five amazing rewards that customers stand the chance to win. We are looking at award, uh, rewards such as the washing machine, iPhone 14, we have high-pressure mm -hmm. car washer, we have auto tire inflator, and then a vacuum cleaner. So at the end of each month, aside the instant reward of the free fuel coupon and the gift items, okay. Customers also stand a chance of winning any of these five items. I see. Yes. And so between January and June, we'll have five winners for each month. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the promotion, there is a grand prize of a crotch rocket motorbike, mm -hmm. which a customer, any customer who has insured between January and June could also win. Mm. But the monthly ones are specifically for the month. Okay. And so if you came in in January, you stand a chance of winning at the end of January and so on and so forth until the end of the promotion. Okay. And so this is the twist that we've added to this year's promotion. Okay, so so I noticed... Okay, so two, so two things jump at me. One, the types of prizes you are giving out. I noticed they are all 
almost related to cars, right? Yes, yes. You talk about pressure washer, yes, all yes. the all these except the phone though. Which... Yes, the phone and the washing machine. <laughs> and the washing machine. Yeah. The phone can be connected. You can, you can connect that to the car, so it works either way. Exactly. And then the I, I just want to know. So this promo does it? Is it for those who are signing up? You know, in terms of new customers, or is for existing customers, or is it a mix? It's a mix of both. And so mm-hmm. whether you are new to the enterprise insurance brand or you are an existing customer who is renewing an old policy, both of you qualify. And um, this will lead me to the eligibility in terms of the criteria. Mm -hmm. Everybody who comes in who has a premium from 200 cities and above qualify for this promo. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to motor insurance premiums, it falls within this range. Almost every premium from third party, whether it's a motorbike or a vehicle, a bus, Mm -hmm. 4x4, it falls within this range. And so once you come in as an old customer who is renewing your existing policy or Mm -hmm. a new customer to enterprise insurance, you stand a chance of qualifying for any of these five rewards in the raffle draw at the end of the month mm, great um michael tell me so why should people choose enterprise over the other somebody is listening this sounds very exciting but why should that person go from just listening to now making a concrete move towards signing up the, on, onto enterprise of course when you're insuring you need to insure with a company that is solid financially and we have been independently rated by a global credit rating of south africa this is a reputable rating agency. We've been rated triple A. Wow. This is the highest from that agency. Mm. It is also important, and it shows our financial strength, the fact that we are financially solid. We have that financial muscle to be able to do the business mm. that we do. We are also very quick when it comes to claims payment. We pay claims promptly. Last year we paid a total of 79.4 million CDs. This translates into 200 and a little over 217,000 CDs on a daily basis. <laughs> wow. On a daily That's basis. Huge. We, like I've already said, we, we also have the same-day claim payment centers mm-hmm. to Accra and Kumasi. It is also important to note that we don't blow our own horn. Mm. We've won several awards, mm. and it is a testament to the fact that we are best at what we do. Okay. So we are the only insurance company in the CIMG Hall of Fame. We've won awards from the Chartered Insurance Institute of Ghana. We've won awards from the Insurance Brokers Association of Ghana. We've also won various awards from various bodies. We are also a good corporate citizen. Apart from paying our taxes, we do a lot of corporate social initiatives and investments in in way in by way of financial literacy, construction of schools, uh, libraries, donations to various institutions, health and the like. I see. I see. Final words. Final words from the two of you. um, You know, as we as we wrap it up. Thank you once again, Nathan, and um, thank you to our listeners for granting us the audience. What we'd like to say is for the Udia Womu Moto promotion, mm-hmm. as the name suggests, Udia Womu, mm-hmm. you have a reward to win. Okay. Whether it's an instant reward or the raffle draw. And so, anyone listening to us who has a motor insurance policy to insure should just not hesitate. Get into contact with Enterprise through either your brokers or your agents, you can also call us directly 0302-634-777 mm-hmm. or even download the Enterprise Advantage app on Google 
um, Play Store, App Store, mm-hmm. and transact with us. Once you transact with us with a motor insurance policy, whether you are renewing or it's a new one, you win with Enterprise in the Woody Home Motor Promotion. Mm, Thank w- you. Wonderful. Um, Michael, just finally, you know, Mark has mentioned the numbers and all, but if somebody wants to physically show up at the office, I know people who don't like making calls, they want to come to the office. Where where exactly can you be we found? We are all over the country. So at Tema, we are near the Melcom uh, uh, store mm-hmm. in Accra. We are at airport near the national service secretariat okay. we have an office on the high street uh, opposite barclays bank and all across the country we have branches at la paz at odoko at takrade at tamale Kumase, in broome what have you we are all around mm, wonderful wonderful so you heard it the enterprise woodia one motor promo is is out there so if you are signing up as a new customer or you are renewing your policy just do that and you get to win great prizes and there's a motorbike to be won at the end of the promo period which is in june june right june so that's it thank you so so much i had mark addison head marketing and communications and michael labby head broker-led corporate distribution all of them are with enterprise insurance and we've been talking about the enterprise insurance would you motor insurance promo guys thank you so so much for thanks, coming through you. thanks and for having have a great much. day thank you bye still listening to the city breakfast show we'll take a very very quick break when we come back we go through your comments and we call it a morning we'll be right back don't go anywhere this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation There's still the City Breakfast Show. We'll be wrapping up in a bit. Your comments have been coming in on 0549-986-996. 
couple of these comments have come in. Richard, let's let's go to some. Yeah. Of so this one says that good morning, guys. Is there a possibility that T bills could be added to the debt exchange program? I'm considering buying one. T- and some T-bills, uh, but um, I don't want any haircut. No, I, I, I think the government has been very clear on T-bills. And with all the changes they've made, they've, they've, because if you add T-bills, there's, there's nothing. That, yes. The government cannot add T-bills because that's the only way they can get money. Mm-hmm. So they will not add T-bills. So as for that one day, I can tell you for free. They will not add T-bills. Okay, more comments coming in. This one from Ruben in Dansuman says, Hi, bro. Uh, good morning. Uh, not a good morning, but thankful for life. Please assist, uh, explain further on the pension funds to be affected or oh, not okay. in respect to tier two, tier three. Mm. Um, very important, please, because uh, my tier three has seriously been slashed without any proper information. Please mm. help. So that's from Ruben. Well, the government says negotiations on the specific terms of an agreement with the pension funds are continuing okay. and will be made public once an agreement on the details is reached. Okay. Uh, more comments coming in. This one says, Nathan, this haircut business has now moved to haircut Charlie Matao. <laughs> I had a small investment with a value of 2,783 Ghana CDs as of November 2022. I applied for retirement and hey, oh. I was paid 612 Charlie? Ghana CDs. Oh, slow. Pension. Oh. How do I survive? Yeah, that's a they've, they've amputated your head. <laughs> that's right. That's that's. Come on, Addison. This is serious. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. That's that. It's not even that. The seven hundred eighty-three on itself. What? What? What did they give me, Charlie? Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Oh no, Charlie. That no. Why? That's heartbreaking. Oh, and this one says hello, Nathan. Um, is this whole debt exchange uh, program sure. directly going to affect the army as well? Ah. After being swindled by number one in men's gold, the banking sector uh, cleanup sent my banker brother uh, home and turned him into a taxi driver. And now this? Mm. So perhaps he is working within the army and wants to know whether... No, I don't know where you pay your pensions to. Yeah, you know, a lot of the um, army folks, you know, somehow invested in this number one. I'm even surprised uh, they, were, they were conned by that thing. <laughs> Charlie, if you <laughs> know the people who invested in that thing. Catch them. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? <laughs> See, you know, <laughs> you know they went to do some mystery shopping. You know, they went to do some mystery shopping. So it turns out, according to some investigation, yeah. some other people allegedly, yeah. after doing the mystery shopping, yeah. they, like, oh, <laughs> so they went to drop some coins and hoping for a quick turn around. Actually, you don't know. I remember. When it happened, her brother was telling us that there was a couple where apparently the, the husband man, and wife, the, both yeah. of them had invested secretly you know, they don't tell them about <laughs> unbeknownst. I didn't tell you. Mm. So the woman they tell me, say, Charlie, my husband doesn't know. My husband doesn't know. They say, hmm. This one says, City, please tell me the difference between what's happening now and men's good program oh, yeah. and other oh, money okay, doubling um, schemes. And if um, those acts were criminal, how do you describe this? This whole bond uh, thing is literally mm. killing people. Mm. Uh, uh, this one uh, says that, uh, good morning, uh, CTT, CBS team. I received this message from my bank, Fidelity Bank. I hope it means or it has nothing to do with the government's data restructuring program. It says, dear client, government of Ghana is exchanging eligible bonds, um, which is GOG bonds and notes, Dachi and Esla, for new bonds. Eligible Investors who purchase bonds through Fidelity Bank and are interested in exchanging their bonds should contact their RMs, which is 
relationship manager mm. um, or visit the branches or our branches not later than 2 p.m. on January 30th. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean you hope this is not... <laughs> I can't believe it. How can you hope that this is not... This is the debt estate. Yeah, looks like he, he doesn't understand. The bank is actually doing the responsible thing. They are writing to you to tell you that mm -hmm. the government has initiated the process. Do you want us to do it or not yeah, for you? Yeah. And you are saying you hope yeah. that... <laughs> <laughs> it means you have to go there. It has everything to do with it. <laughs> so wake up this money. Go there and talk to your relationship mm -hmm. manager. Mm -hmm. This one from C Men says the government is a serious debtor yet mm -hmm. wants to bully everyone. How dare them threaten bondholders with a take it or leave it attitude mm -hmm. just because no one can touch no, you? You can leave it and get a, a, a lower return on your money now or go to court. Yeah, I mean, to, to go to court, and, and some people want to do that. This mm -hmm. one says, good morning, Nathan and City, City FM. Mm -hmm. If my memory serves me correctly, mm -hmm. I lost some um, my investment of five, some five years ago. Access Bank gave me the first slap, when, <laughs> then followed by the Star Capital Plus. Uh, they also gave me the second slap. Now, this has been my saving stores, my twin uh, daughter's university fees. Now I am looking for students loan. I can't because my daughters don't have the Ghana card, uh, but I have the card. Uh, my daughters can't because of the card. I don't understand. Okay, so I think what he's, tra he's trying to say is that because they don't have the Ghana card, they yes, can't access they can't students' access, loan. Yes, student uh -huh. loan. Uh, this is my predicament um, regarding my daughters, I and see. perhaps he's asking for some, some help in that particular regard. Well, mm -hmm. try and go to the uh, NIA offices and then uh, sit there for as long as you can and make sure that you can. Okay, let's read that then. This one says, my fund manager has uh, readjusted their rates um given or the rates given the debt restructuring plans either to i was getting between 17 to 20 percent at the current rollover i got 1.5 percent hmm. another issue if government bonds are no longer safe as we used to think then it means fund managers hmm. would have to find other securities to invest in mm -hmm. uh, there is that long-term mm -hmm. impact on the government finances yes. given that mm -hmm. they lose credibility that's for domestic true. funding that's very mm. true wow very wow true. very very interesting very worrying numbers, I, 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 you know? the engagements will have to continue mm -hmm. the engagements will have to continue i hope that government will come to the table meet a lot of these interest groups and figure out the way forward but that's a, a city breakfast show for the morning the full house was here with me bernard was here Richard was here, Koki was here, Godfrey was also here. Fred Jabano and Caleb Kuda produced the show. Godfrey Odum supported us on technical. The news at 10 is next. Netele Neti Ajaho is here. She's here with the news. <laughs> news at 10. Netele, what's in the news? Coming up in City News at 10, Ghana Education Service dismisses eight students of the Chiana Senior High School for derogatory comments made against President Akufuado and some individual bondholders fighting the inclusion in the debt exchange program accuse government of being insensitive to their plight. To the details now. The, education, the, the Ghana Education Service has dismissed eight students of the Chiana Senior High School in the Kasena Nankana West District 
of the Upper East region for derogatory comments they made against President Akufuado. It will be recalled that the age students in the viral video were seen making disparaging comments against the president and his free senior high school policy. However, after investigations into the conduct of the students, the Director General of the Ghana Education Service, Dr. Eric Nkansa, in a letter dated 29th November 2022, dismissed all the age students from the school. Moving on, some individual bondholders included in government's debt exchange program have blamed governments for the current economic situation in the country and insist on not partaking in the program. According to the bondholders, the government cannot continue to destroy the economy and run to citizens to pay for their mess. Speaking to City News, convener of the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum, Senior Hussi says they won't allow government to push its mess on them. Whoever believed that the MPP government that went Kumi Preko would today be running to increase VAT, VAT where, where it is today? Collectively, with get fun here, with NHL here, then COVID here, put all together and see. Yeah. What did we go or did we come? All these things are taken away from your accessible and disposable income. They come so practically, since it's to production, mm. they produce nothing. Now you sit here, the question here, so they produce a few things. what do you mean by production? You look at the net value of what you are looking at. In economics, you think at the mean. What is the net value of it? If we were doing that, would we be here? If we have meaningfully moved relative to where we are supposed to go, will we be here? That was the convener of the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum, Senor Husi. Pensioners who are holding government bonds say they are open for negotiations with the government over their stance to exempt their bonds from the domestic debt exchange program. The pensioners lament the inclusion of their funds in the program. That will further put their livelihood in jeopardy. Speaking to City News, the convener for the pensioners, Dr. Edu Entry, says it is only necessary for government to heed their demands. Those who are yet to come on pension, their money is like corn. Those of us who are already on pension, our money is like kinky. And our elders say, and snow a brew and a snow dokno. You treat a brew and dokno. Yes has not been turned to kinking. But if you exempt corn from the arrangement, then exempt the kinky too. If earlier on it hasn't done that negotiation, we are prepared to start that negotiation. Dr. Edu Enchi is a convener for the pensioners holding government bonds. And finally, negotiations between government and organized labor on the demand for a 60% increment in the base pay on the single spine salary structure is expected to continue today. The two parties met for the eighth time yesterday 